0: you for listening to this Warui Desho podcast. We're so happy to have the pleasure of your company today. If you've listened to us before and like our show, you might be wondering how you can support us, since we won't take your money. This podcast will continue to be free, but if you'd like to show your appreciation, please consider leaving us a rating and review on iTunes, as those help our discoverability. If you don't use iTunes, that's fine too. You can follow us and like and share our content on SoundCloud, YouTube, and Twitter, additionally, we love getting your feedback, positive or negative. Tweet us at Watrawe Des Show or email us at Waterway-Show at gmail.com. Whether or not it gets read right on the show, I can assure you, we all read every tweet and email you send us. And once again, dear listener, we thank you so much. Now please enjoy the
1: show. 悪いでしょう
0: Hello, friends. <laughs> Welcome to Water We Show, ladies, gentlemen, and envies. Uh, I let the music play a little bit longer this week because, uh, well, I hadn't pulled up chat yet is one of the reasons, so I was scrambling to pull up chat. Hello, chat. Uh, and then I was um, just enjoying the music a lot, as Vorgalia is recounted in chat. Um, I'm the Subtle Doctor. This is Watery We show. Uh, this is our stream of thought YouTube series. Uh, this is season four of that, in which we're looking at episode six of the Promised Neverland anime. Name
2: 311045. Oh, you know, so paragraph sections, see, you know, Cypher 95. You get the idea, you know. <laughs> if you're listening to this
0: as a podcast, the first voice you just heard was. Uh, the uh, the bearded one, the uh, the mighty oak of the Ware Desho Forest,
1: <laughs>
3: I'm across the pond. We only call him the bearded one. He once came down to our village. He I'm, slaughtered I'm, I'm just, and pillaged. Potent i must find a hero to destroy I, the bearded
2: one. I'm I'm just more upset that no women have ever called me the mice yoke. But maybe there's still time for that. Potion seller, I'm about to go into battle that requires
0: mm. strong potions.
1: Oh, God.
0: Can I. You um, cannot! I,
2: can I just ask you a question, Doc? Like, you. Because you said about voices, and I feel that this is a great segue to something I wanted to just very quickly bring up. Um, mm-hmm. You've retweeted something before, which I believe might have been, you know, erstwhile YouTuber phenomenon, uh, <laughs> Digibro, screaming <laughs> about JoJo's over. Jojo's footage was that actually his voice? If I may ask, is that actually um, what he sounds like? So, okay. Uh,
0: oh
3: my I, god, do we get the big scoop on this guy's voice, man? Okay, please, exclusive I, information.
0: I can't give point. it to me. I'm. I kind of can't believe we're talking about this, <laughs> so, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Hello, I'm, <I> please enjoy... <laughs>
3: get talk one of your
0: friends on no. stream. Well, so did I would not say did you bro and I are friends. We've conversed I don't know who that is. We've conversed in comments before, but I don't even know if he knows who I am. Um Okay, yeah. so now that you
3: said you're not friends, he's super disappointed. He fucking
0: sucks. No. <laughs> oh <my> um <laughs> So Digi like is a very popular Anituber, which is short for anime YouTuber in English. And, Translator's note. Right. And so, yeah, that he like that is his real voice, by the way, should know? So this is just him in one of his like Sort of, I don't know. He's one of those YouTubers that makes content almost every day, and so he's just like mm, kind of
2: content
0: always. Yeah, c- content, right? The the quality over quantity approach.
2: Um, uh, do, do you mean the other way around? Quantity uh, yes,
3: over quality. yes. God damn it! I mean the quantity over quality. High <laughs> praise for Digital <laughs> Ninety Something. Well, oh. the reason I the reason I ask is I I've never heard this episode sponsored by Digital Ninety Something.
2: It won't be after I say this particular comment. I just want to point out <laughs> yeah. to him. Um, like I didn't realize that someone could make a career sounding like Conan O'Brien as so if he just had a mousetrap drop so his dick. But well, here we are. He doesn't that usually.
0: Was yeah. awful. It was awful. It was really bad. That was a bad video. Like not. To, I don't want to sound like I'm being a defender of his because I actually haven't really enjoyed much of his content um, in a while. He. I won't say he's never made good videos. Like, but anyway, he doesn't he, usually. He's he's he does not, not usually. Today. He's not usually screeching. Like, he was just doing a thing. And. Jesus, though. i I so <laughs> listened
2: to that on my headphones as walking home, and i
0: just. <laughs> <laughs> the video that I reposted to someone did a genius thing, like, yeah. of making it as if it was, like, what, a telephone call to another character in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure who just looked tired and hung up on him.
1: Yeah. That made me I mean, very happy.
2: I, I mean, I take it you all here have seen Tom and Jerry at some point. Do you remember the noise that Tom <laughs> makes when he gets a mallet dropped on his foot? <laughs> That's what he sounded like just if yeah. he actually oh started speaking words. I'm yeah. like, dude, uh, you can do better. I'm just going to say that.
1: Yeah.
3: Like maybe he's practicing. I mean, I'm practicing. But, doc, he's please. failing. Oh my god. Doc, uh um, speaking of your your horrible retweets. Okay. Oh, am I am I being given the finger? No, am no, no, no. Pushed?
0: I was no, no, I was going to say something else, but like no, I I was stopping.
3: Oh no no please 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 go for it please go for it.
0: I was just going to say the for those on the podcast the other voice you're hearing is the first lady of watery death show the dark web herself orgalia welcome for oh my god hello
3: hello uh, if you're hearing this as a podcast um you won't see the huge like just injustice that's being done to me I'm relegated to the gremlin corner at the bottom right right now <laughs> so that's my position. No, this is not the Gremlin. I am corner. now in the Gremlin corner.
0: This is the uh, the cool kids corner of the screen.
3: What are you talking the, about? The the, tri- the triple C. Yep. The, the, C3? the hey, C three. Hey, let's go. C, C cubed. Uh, or C- have C- some four twenty in the C three.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh god! I don't, whatever <laughs> the ch- children do these days. But Doc, you had a very interesting retweet oh. uh, about Diebuster. <laughs> <this> <God. laughs> anything to say
0: about yourself uh just that you know mark from no No, anime ad for millionaire has great taste
3: (laughs) that's what i'm saying i hate you i hate you i didn't i haven't done anything why you what are you having to go with me for me and mark no no him and mark
1: yeah
0: shout outs to Um. mark We're going to no, be on the podcast. We'll be we'll be on a podcast together at some point soon. He and I, but yeah, yeah I'm but not going to both... be there. No,
3: <laughs> I'm not invited. If I'm invited, I'm uninvited.
0: Forgelia, <laughs> noted diebuster uh, hater <laughs> and uh, hater of good things. We'll just say we'll just leave it at that.
3: Diebuster killed my family.
2: Are you going to avenge yourself on it? trading in the mountains for many years at a time to Man, punch a DVD in the face. That was a heated podcast. At
0: times. At times? Yeah, the Buster cast. We all loved Gunbuster, but we were divided on Diebuster. I, I was... <sighs> yeah, Shadon was like, for once, for once <laughs> in your goddamn life, Shadon, you were like,
3: like oh, warm in the middle! <laughs>
2: It was a fucking Big Mac. What more? Well, actually, no. That's, <laughs> just, that's too low. That's too low. I could do better than that. It was uh, Wendy's. I don't fucking know. How dare was, like, you? Like, know. Like, You're I'm on the right side now. of the
3: screen. Doc is on the left side of the screen, and then Shadon is like behind the versus sign in the middle, mm-hmm. kind of shrugging. No,
2: Basically. we've got true. We've got lawful good, chaotic evil, and true neutral. Who is chaotic evil?
3: Uh hmm... Okay, I mean, you know, even on this, on this, on this, like... Probably me. In this Depends video here, I'm on the bottom right, which is where chaotic new, chaotic evil is.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: So, very strategic placement. Uh, I will <laughs> see it.
0: Yeah, very intentional. Like, I would, according to fandom opinion, I would probably be considered, like, the evil, because I think the consensus is that Gunbuster is, like, this amazing triumph, and Diebuster was a kind of a disappointment. Um, Follow-up. I'm the one that
2: no one talks to at parties <laughs> about be there
0: with a It's alright. This is okay. But this is not about this is not about the superior works of, of Gainax. This is about The Promised Neverland. And this is about Episode 6 uh, Number Something. Um, the but... Halloween
2: special, as it turns out. Oh, right.
0: Before we get yeah, there, first,
2: though, first October.
0: Before we we talk about episode six, Shadon is going to uh, tell us about the the. Um,
1: Twitter poll
0: from episode five.
2: Twitter polls coming right up. So, episode five, we had two polls last time. The first one of which is which is the best Ray face, and the first one was I'm not the tracer. And the other one was, I am the traitor! Like that. Oh my god! Maybe that's, a, that's a very poor impression of it, I freely admit. Uh, but anyway, the results, we got... The evil face. This was a landslide. Okay. Uh, this was a landslide that killed an entire village, as a matter of fact, because it was 100% in favour of, I am the traitor. So, there you go. Man. Um, and then we had... It hurts to Paul. be on the wrong side of history sometimes. <laughs> Jesus, you're right. Um, Anyway, next poll. Uh, Would you ever disobey Emma? And we had two options. We had,
1: "Mm,
2: maybe I'd try, and the other one was, fuck no. (laughs) No. No, 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 no. Never. Uh, It was a 70-30 in favor of, fuck nah, bro.
0: Very good. Those are the polls. Uh, Today, Shadon is going to be handling the polls because Mm. he's a good person. And is taking his life in his hands. He's willing to do it for the greater good of time and space. And this Yeah,
3: today, today oh. Shadon is on the, the pole side and I'm on the gremlin side. The gremlin. I'm, I'm on gremlin duty. What is with the gremlin reference? Like... <laughs> it's not a reference. It's a thing people say about people. Generally about themselves. We're actually prepping a pole I'll, as we I'll, speak. I will not explain it.
0: Are you, like, having a match on a bow and arrow at this point? That's the only Gremlins image I know oh, is Gizmo. See, I, I watched
3: Gremlins like for the first time uh, like two months ago or so. so okay. I'm not
0: sure. How was it? Give us a, a short review of Gremlins.
3: Okay. Okay. It was weird. It, it was like one of those movies where I kind of felt like I had to leave the kind of theater room where okay. we were watching it. Just kind of Went outside to hang out a bit, kind of catch a break from the stuff that's happening, and come back in. It was like at a company event.
0: Oh, so it was with work buddies. You were watching,
3: gremlins. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Is there a gremlin who is also a spider? Or is that in just as gremlins too? Isn't it? Isn't, that,
3: gremlins. it? isn't that? Isn't uh, that Peter Parker the second one? <laughs>
2: Uh, that's Penny Parker specifically, <laughs> if you want to have been a uh, Spider-Verse Penny fan. Parker
3: is not a gremlin. Well, I, I don't know, but like Peter Parker, the second one from the alternate universe, he seemed super gremlin. Like he's just sitting in his room eating garbage, doing <laughs> nothing. He's <laughs> basically <pretty>. a gremlin.
2: <laughs> that's uh, that's the non-alcoholic but still incredibly washed up Spider-Man. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, that yes. has-been. That, has, has
2: that's the, Spider-Man. uh, that's the, um, St. Angus Spider-Man, you know, that's how bad that <laughs> was. a
0: good reference. Uh, I thought, well, I thought the gremlins were like, maybe I'm confusing it with aliens, where, like, <laughs> every, uh, sorry, each, sorry, sorry, same, same movie, but, you know, <laughs> I'm
2: so sorry, but I, have to, I just have to, I have to
3: interview and just say, when you said that, I just imagined, no, no, no. Leave it on. Okay. Gremlins gremlins poking out of the sixteen year old's chest. <laughs> Please
0: tell me that doesn't like, happen. Like
3: do, do, do you remember do you remember the uh thing RLM calls like the birthday shot, where it's like in the first alien movie? The kind Ooh. of alien like kind of opens his hand and goes, Imagine like a gremlin kind of doing the same thing, except out of the chest of a sixteen-year-old.
2: And he's just, just smoking his kind of like, cigarette. Happy
3: birthday!
2: Oh, uh, that was that was an image that's going to take a while to get out of my head.
0: Okay, I thought each of them had like, you know, what was like? This is the spider gremlin. This is the gremlin that's like has some other weird like body type or or something. Again, maybe so thinking... so
3: so in the in the first movie, they all seem kind of the same. Uh, I don't know the expanded universe.
0: Do they wear tuxedos at any point?
3: Yes, yes. yes. In the first movie, they go to like a, a dodgy bar and pretend to be like gangsters from the sixties or something. That's amazing. It's so dumb. Gremlins Again, I had to go outside the <laughs> fucking theater room place out to the lobby every now and then because it was a bit too much.
0: Okay. A bit too much. The succinct ta- Gremlins yes, review. Yes, that's, that's
3: my review.
0: Stay tuned for the sort of in universe pseudo sequel, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah, but my review is a bit too much. Popcorn was nice.
2: Good.
0: Professional
3: Good. movie review.
2: Four stars. <laughs> Four stars.
3: Or no. Are we, Four
0: stars. Are we ready to talk about what we are reviewing in full? Episode six. Yes. Okay, so, TPL. So,
3: yes. The new Star Wars movie is out. Let's talk about it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Uh, promised Tatooine. <laughs> it's where there's a moisture farm. And- <laughs> The children are being
3: watched over by droids, but they yes, don't know employed by by uh, Jir-Bi- Wait a
2: second.
3: Wait J- a second. A big a Wait. big competitor of Jabba.
2: J- Wait a minute.
3: Like their sweat in the night. Wasn't it a plot point in Episode
2: One that Anakin couldn't run away because of a bomb in his head? Isn't that basically the same thing yes. as what we've got in this show?
0: I don't remember
3: that. At and all. they blow you up. Well, I mean, yeah. if he had spinned, that would have been a good trick. So I have no memory I'm saying, of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just
2: saying, it just goes to show how good the
0: kids Dude, are in the problem like, cycle. Only, like,
3: yeah, only because Shadon pointed it out. I actually remember.
0: There's, really, there's a bomb in his head? Is it a force yes. bomb?
3: No, no, it's just no, a no, ring. No, no, no. It's literally yeah, a stick of dynamite. Just, yeah, in his head. in the, in episode in episodes one, I don't know if it's in his head, but basically, what he says is like, yeah, he can't run out, run out, and run away because they'll blow him up or something. Because at that point, he's a slave to Wato, or hey,
0: Did someone mention me? <laughs> Here I am.
1: I'm a newbie. Why can you do that so well? Why can you do you, that so
3: well? Your mind do work on me. <laughs> <laughs> Manira, um. You didn't miss a lot. We talked anything. about anything. We have not movies. talked. We have not talked about the Promise from the 1990s. Neverland. The shitty
0: movies. You know. <laughs> you race now in the pod. Here we go. The Promise Neverland episode six. It was okay. It was just okay. Now clean my shop some more. Okay. Yeah, here we go. We're going to do the summary <laughs> now. <laughs> I don't remember that either, Felix. Uh hello Blue Sea. Hello Manera.
3: Again, like yeah, I remember it. Just hello, because pointing <laughs>
0: That's out. Off- That's a lost <laughs> to history plot point of that movie. Um episode 6 begins with a cheap cliffhanger. Uh, and I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna far. get out of the way now and let people talk about it.
3: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, did anyone uh, did anyone here watch the last episode where I talked about how amazed I am at this show? You know how much I respect it creatively, how much I think, you know, where the plot point would go based on this show's stellar track record was just you know uh, maintaining tension. <sighs> It was fail. Mm-hmm. This this show opens, you know, in the last, uh, in the last episode, we ended with the children checking the bookshelf to see the mom's secret room, and then the door opens and they're all spooked. It's like, what are we gonna do? Oh no! Oh my no. gosh! It's happening! No, it's, it's just fail. Um, Phil got name dropped in this episode really hard <laughs> Phil Phil accomplished more in this episode than both characters
2: and he's not even five years old
3: They're like man you see him for two seconds he
2: yep.
3: he
0: i feel like he appears less in the manga
3: oh my God. To
0: the, to well, the point when? where, like... so oh, something... okay, so
3: so are, so are they taking, like, achievements from other people and then putting them onto Phil to build up Phil as this big dude? So
0: I think what they're doing is... My memory is hazy. They're either... I don't think they're so much taking achievements from other people as, like...
3: I, they just know. They, they, they just hear... Th- something,
0: like, something happens later. Like, Phil suddenly is playing this... Kind of important role, and I think that they just want to like keep him doesn't in front of mind and be like, "We're foreshadowing. We just we didn't like pull it out of nowhere or whatever." But uh, yeah, so
2: all right. Um, Let me. So this I, I don't this remember him have. doing this.
0: He could have. I, I need to reread it, but yeah, I don't. I don't recall. So
2: this playfanger So okay. <sighs> Like okay, I'm not going to go banging on about this because it is just an isolated thing. But I, all I'm going to say is like, <clears throat> if you wanted to round off this moment, the only thing that was missing was an audience laugh track when they breathed a sigh of, <laughs> of relief. How dare you! No, we talk about right. this.
3: We you talk about I'm this right. so much. You know, what if this was a horrible, uh, like Hollywood movie? You know, so the moment Phil My opens the door, it plays like a loud orchestra thing. like... Bah! It's like, oh no, it's Phil. Oh my god. But then like the super loud noise. Motion setup. It's kinda of mm-hmm. you I'm going into Or it has
2: the inception noise as well. Yeah, something like that. I it was dumb. I didn't care for it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was
0: it was it was a misstep, I think. And it was It, it was funny. a misstep. In-
3: yeah, I was it was like, a misstep in an otherwise amazing episode. <laughs> like last
0: episode, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you guys don't have to worry. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's we're not gonna. The show's not gonna fuck it up. It's not gonna fumble around. It's not gonna do any of this. And uh, yeah. And then the, yeah, sh- the I... show. The show basically goes to me, traveler. My potions are too strong for you. <laughs> sorry, stupid, no, yeah, it just uh... It, uh and I think so this is a sort of unfair advantage I have of, of reading the manga, like when I could like if things like this happen that are kind of like I don't know sort of poor executions or even not even poor execution, but just cliffhangers in general um if they turn out to not really deliver, it's sort of I'm not left waiting and wanting and then disappointed. Like, I'm just reading. Mm. Just reading, 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 that- reading, and, like, it just doesn't stick in my mind.
2: Can I ask you a question, oh, Doc? Uh, in the chapter structure of the manga, uh, is that also the cliffhanger where the door opens cut to gap to next chapter and then it's Phil who turns up, like, at the very start? Or is that... just bl- I mean, Well, straight I, away? so,
0: I can't say with 100% certainty, because I don't even remember it being Phil. You know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> so, I fucking i don't i i I do know that the chapter structure is there are a lot of cliffhangers whether this is a a specific one that they've lifted from the manga exactly i actually don't remember because again I, i don't even remember if it was phil that opened the door so this might not be a cliffhanger styled in that way in the source material uh, or mm. it could be, and I just totally forgot about it because I was just so invested in seeing what happened next. I just kept <laughs> reading. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you just yeah. sort of. Uh, pacing problems are, are. How do I say this? Like, you. It, they're. I mean, certainly they exist in manga, but so often they can be mitigated because you can read at your own speed. You don't have mm-hmm. to linger on shit.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like I speculated previously about how, you know, if there's a gap between publication, you might want to have a sweetener or a breadcrumb to, you know, entice people back beyond mm-hmm. just the material in of itself. And this to me seems like it fits that bill because it serves no other purpose. In fact, I, like as a one-off, I'm not so fussed about it. But stuff like this actively takes away from the tension we otherwise would feel. Because next time you have something like this out, like, oh, it's just gonna be all the fucking kids in it. I'm not scared, I'm not worried for them. It's just you know, Onion Kid's gonna pop his dorky little head
1: through,
3: and it's gonna be him. <laughs> I
1: Great. think like
3: the the rest of the episode kind of was tense enough to kind of true. Almost immediately rebuild that trust. Like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. we got a fucking cop out. I'm yeah. mad, but then like almost immediately we get some pretty cool moments, and we get mm. like a lot of uh cool shit to put <laughs> it scientifically. <laughs> tm tm yeah, tm tm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Caution, and yeah. It's just infor- well
2: this episode is certainly you know it's about books and it's got bookends it's just unfortunate the bookends are a bit rubbish but we'll get to the other one when we get to the end of the episode mm-hmm. so, no prizes guessing who I'm referring to here mhm anyway poll up on the chat there folks tell us if you think uh, Phil is the you know elder you know he of a thousand goat heads god of the world <laughs> or if he's just a regular kid <laughs> we'll we're remiss- a democracy <laughs> we're
0: interested <laughs> we'll, we'll update those at the end of the show for sure um, and get an early read. Alright, so, with that out of the way,
1: mm-hmm. this was
0: a very disappointing way to open the episode, for sure. But then, we get to the planning, right? The The big kids, as I call them, from Habit Being and Dad, the big kids are planning stuff on their own. I mean, there's like a, there's so many times, like, in this show, like, I wonder, you know, Grace Fieldhouse doesn't, there are a lot of kids that live there, and it doesn't look is it just me or does it look not huge? Like to to me, I don't remember thinking this place is huge, but like so often the big kids are like in this dining room, this huge dining room or this huge bedroom and they're all alone.
1: Like, oh my God. This-
3: <laughs> yes. So they show, yeah. So they show even like the big dining room and you see maybe seven children. And then they're like, where's Don and Gilda?" I'm like, no, like, 50% of the children at least are missing.
0: Yeah, or like Norman's doing stuff in the bedroom and no one else is yeah, in there. Yeah.
3: And it's night well, that, that's,
2: well, that's because, on notes to them, uh, they've it already oh, my they've God. gone. They've already you know what, made it out. It,
3: it, 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 it might just be that they're omitting them because they're just not relevant, so that they that's, wouldn't be or uh, yeah. anything. Big uh, bake, bake, bake monogatory yeah. bake did that. <laughs> right I didn't know you watched Onogatari. That's cool. Um, Indeed, I didn't finish it. I have two episodes left.
0: Oh, boy. That's... It's... Oh, that's... A,
3: it's so amazing, right? That's oh, my an God. an incredible show. I thought a that... Fucking blew mm. my mind. As someone that doesn't... Like, you know... In in this trio, I have the kind of... You know, I, I'm the person that doesn't watch anime. In quotation marks. Mm-hmm. At the time I watched it, I really didn't watch anime. And, like, it just blew my mind.
1: Yeah. It's so good.
0: it was a thing I remember when we first started the, the show pre YouTube as a podcast only, and you were like, "We can't review Monogatari because if I watched it, it would make me cry and make me sad." And so I'm like, "Okay,
3: you okay. can't. You can't tell people that you can't." Tell <laughs> <people> that. <laughs>
0: Sorry, but
3: listen, well, it does, was, it was, does was,
0: make you. It, it's it's a uh, emotional show for sure. It's yeah, fantastic.
3: it definitely. Um, I I since you brought it up, at the time I was in a very different mindset. And yes. very different life situation, yes. and very different stuff. I could watch it now, and it would be—I would welcome all the feelings. Uh, cool. But what you're bringing up now is a very sensitive subject. And it was. A I will painful,
0: sue you. I'm. I'm sorry. It was a painful time for you. I had. I was not trying Whatever. to be insensitive. Sorry. <laughs> I just want
3: you but yeah, sure. no, no, no. Definitely. Like this is the kind of show that it, it's. <sighs> We're just avoiding talking about crone, aren't we? we might be let's well, not in the
0: episode. All right. So so they're during the planning, right? There's these uh, they Norman basically says there's three stages to this plan that we have to come up with three key points. We have to figure out how to get over the wall and get out of the field house. And we have to then figure out how to get away from the larger kind of entity that is the farm. Um, and then we have to, Shadon will be happy to note, they're thinking about establishing ways to survive once they are out in the wilderness on their Mm -hmm. own. And the part of the plane they are working on now is step two, getting away from the farm. They, With the rope, they already have a means of getting over the wall. Um, And so now begins the portion where I have trouble reading my notes and I have to, like, Squint and hold my notebook up to my face. Have
2: you Have you written them in like small circles that might mean Morse code? Possibly. Is um, that why it's not e- yes. easy to I, decipher? As
0: a theme of this episode, I've drawn several pictures of owls and beep, 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 various beep, beep, circles beep, beep, around them. Beep, 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 beep. Yep. So uh, the kids are doing this planning, and I'm 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 going to do. a may gloss over a scene or two here. So chat, and you guys, please feel free to interrupt me and bring up anything you want. Um Bobby. Not Bobby. God damn it. I did it again. <laughs> Don, why do I call him Bobby? I swear to God, I have Bobby written down in my notes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? I don't know why I associate him with that character from Inazuma 11. They don't even look anything alike. Like, they look nothing alike. And for some reason, I'm like, oh, that's Bobby from Inazuma. And that's not even his real name. That's just the fucking English dub name he's, call, anyway, he's what's called like robert Sakazaki. Buna. so robert, Don, robert. donald uh, Don- <laughs> donald bumps G- Jim- jimothy <laughs> yes bumps into isabella and ends up taking her key um and she is aware right that like do you think that she's aware that her key's been taken or just that something is weird here
3: Something, something's weird. something. Something is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I throw something out here? Is, know, stuff like this is very like suspicious.
2: Yeah. I, can I point something out? Annoyed. I am. I am better equipped than Isabel because I have one of these. Yeah. If you've got a key that's going to stop you know kid you know kids from getting into your secret radio room slash video game collectible trophy lounge, <laughs> you might want one of these with your key on it. Just a thought. Also, tiny, small, tiny, small bad guy, or small bad guy, as I like to call him.
0: (laughs) That looks like an item drop from Dragon Quest. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) A giant chain with a key on it. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so, that happens. Isabella thinks this is strange. Uh, Moving on to the scene in the library, and William Minerva makes Mm -hmm. his uh, grand debut
2: Indeed. Or oh, in oh, Billy Owl, as he was known as punk rock years. <laughs> Billy
0: Owl, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um,
3: and. The, the the owl dudes from uh, Fujiko? Oh, shit.
2: Yes. What were
0: they?
3: Yeah. Yeah. What were they called? F- F- Fräulein Euler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yes. been too long. It looks so the same. Um, it looks so much like it. That's that's exactly the imagery I got. I'm like, oh my god, is is it the like the head dude with, with like the amazing suit and mm-hmm. also the owl head? Yes, and the really deep, the deep voice. Like, oh my god, the deep voice. The deep voice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, that's good. As, <laughs> As I, I, I thought it was. It. <laughs> I thought it was them on the other line for a moment until I remember. It
3: <laughs> Look, doing a deep voice right now is very unsettling to my brain. I will not do
0: it. Yes. No, please don't. So, yeah, they, uh, this is pointed out to, to Ray. I think he's the one that they're showing this, and it's something. Norm as well. well. Oh, it's Norman. Both Ray Ray and Norman. Both the boys. Okay.
3: Like, M.I. is like, yes, I I need you to, to meet someone. Yeah. This is,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's right. I need you to meet someone. William. Like, holy fuck. William Minava. Uh, has been discovered by Phil, just so happens. Phil! Uh, Phil! Again, name drops. Phil, in the oh episode. my god, Phil. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Phil. i theory.
2: He, uh, he's, he's, you know, Shubdiggeraf. He's the old one, just hiding
3: in plain sight. I'm calling it.
0: Okay, you have to elaborate on this in a moment. Um,
3: Phil is like a robot controlled by he/slash/him. <laughs> god. Something like that. <laughs> Like, yes, bring the children to me. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what he slash him sounds like. Hip, him body. Yes, yes, master. Yes, I wanted to eat the brain.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a
3: minute. Give me the brain.
1: <laughs>
0: so we have like the evil sort of pseudo Eastern European scientists in Vergalia. And then, a, was that like a Texas robot that you were talking
3: You are doing no, 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 no. no, no. I'm doing no. No, he slash him is, uh, instructing Phil Phil the robot Mm -hmm. to bring him the human
2: man. This this taking and headcan is getting out. I want to eat the
3: brain. I mean, we've established last episode that he slash him is President Obama, so he probably okay. Hey, Phil. On, Phil Reed. decided to uh, just <laughs> okay. visit mm-hmm. the That's subtle true. doctor and th- whisper right. some
2: some weird things. Yeah. it was the cliffhanger. That was the break. Beat the children.
0: So, all right, well, you have to now do your explain the robot.
1: Explain the
0: robot. Like the, I, what I heard you do was you were like, "Yes, master." Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, very
3: subtle. Yes, master. I will bring like, you the children, like
0: a Red Dead, like tip of the hat, you know. And you're like, <laughs> oh I I have to
2: introduce you guys. Stingrays.
0: No, it's like okay, so so he slash
3: he slash him like builds the robot, and already like the robot is sentient and more intelligent than him. So he slash him goes, bring me the children. And then just Phil does no- says nothing and leaves. And then Mm -hmm. we don't know anything. And then he shows up mysteriously at the farm. Phil is coming.
0: Write this fan fiction. If if
3: you, if, if you (laughs) at exactly uh, 2038 go into your bathroom and turn off the lights and say, Phil, take me my brain (laughs) three times in front of the mirror. You will hear a knock on your door. Don't answer it. It is Phil. <laughs>
1: oh will <laughs>
2: <sighs> I wish this had happened in the
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Phil is crying. <laughs> uh, I...
2: My my counter theory was that he's they're going to get over the wall with they're going to get over the wall with Phil and he's just going to get a little head from him to turn around and he's just going to start talking to him but he's going to sound like Christopher Lee and he's going to say <laughs> Ah yes well Ah yes well done Emma you've made it quite far your trials have just begun I will see you further down
3: You have three more levels in this and then he video, just
2: disappears he just fades into nothing.
0: Was Christopher uh, Lee Raiden in the Mortal what, Kombat? Uh, no, what? No, that was
2: uh, no. That was Christopher Lambert who oh, was in a yeah, the- sorry.
0: Moving I'm on. afraid that there can only be
3: one Christopher.
0: That's right. Yes. We need is to have good? a wrestling match for the name of Christopher. Did, did
3: you power. make did you make a Highlander reference or
1: Oh yes I did.
0: So William Minerva's name is in all these books. Um his not just his name, but his like nameplate. I think they, mm-hmm. they call it or a book plate. It's just basically a sticker.
3: <laughs> not a plate. It's yeah, let's call it's it for sticker. what it is, right? Let's, you know, this guy is so cheap. It's let's not elevate him. It's yeah. just the sticker. Come on. This guy is nothing. I would beat him up.
2: He's not returned his books to the library. I mean, the late fees on those <laughs> books by now must be immense. Also, several so, thousand
0: Sophie, dollars. Sophie, you should be. You should be banned for like two episodes, based on what you just said.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm See, not even going to joke. acknowledge it. I'm just gonna
3: I move get on. I, I'm not. I'm, a, you know, lower right side of the screen, gremlin. So I don't. get No, it.
2: you're actually blessed, Vargelia, in mm-hmm. this particular instance. Mm-hmm. You are. Blessed. Just take it. Just take it from. from oh,
3: me. that sounds like a darling in the franks. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yes,
2: such bliss that you're in right now.
3: So like.
0: Yeah, the stickers. Oh, in the, I get in the, it. In in the book, right? Uh, with please make them miserable. An an owl, um, and a sort of circle around the owl, and you look at them and you're thinking, "Well, what's special about this?" And it turns out that these circles mm-hmm. are actually Morse code. Mm-hmm. And I t- I have to say, like when you're when you're first encountering this, whether it's in the manga or the anime. This might be the time when you sort of channel the spirit of Trickster in our chat and go, hold the fuck on. How the how did these kids figure this out? Like, how did they, they just think, like, wait a minute. Like, this is obviously Morse code. And they actually, like, thankfully, when they're sort of elaborating how they discovered it, there was a children's book about Morse code. And so one of the kids, Phil, just happened to Phil. kind of apply the theory to... You the, know, the Phil, circle. who
3: we just talked about for like 10 minutes, not just one of the kids. You don't get to call, them, to call him one of the kids, okay? You don't get to give Phil that treatment. Philbert. He has a name. Phil- mm-hmm. <laughs> Philbert S. Langley. Uh...
0: <laughs> you think it was absurd, <laughs>
2: no, I have to confess
3: I, I, I think it was absurd
2: <laughs> I, I have to confess this This only I only clicks how those circles translate into Morse code the second time around when I watched this episode which was the gaps
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, specifically um, but I do have a theory on all of this you know Billy Owl shit which we'll get to later If um, if
0: your theory is correct it would make sense for Phil to just kind of pluck this from the ether this, this uh, but,
2: Well, <laughs> I, have, I have tons of thoughts on this. So again, saving that for the end. Okay, okay, okay. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, the words,
0: various words are like sort of what's the right word here? The circles via Morse code translate into words like run.
2: Give a hoot. <laughs> Don't uh,
3: loot. God damn it. <laughs> Bring. <laughs> Fuck. Bring <laughs> potato chips on your way back.
2: Saute for thirty minutes.
0: <laughs> Run, doubt, danger, truth. Uh,
3: what the fuck were Wait,
0: What that, that was
3: that was a word.
2: What the fuck wasn't word say? Huh?
3: It, oh, it, so it so sounded hot. like like at you know, they're basically he's basically name dropping part three stands yep. from Jojo's mm-hmm. oh.
0: Yeah. Various uh eighties prog Various rock bands. Uh, stands, yes. Danger <laughs> uh, truth.
3: Danger <laughs> truth, yes.
0: Monster Farm. Uh
3: Judgeness.
0: <laughs> you guys are playing really good defense against me this week. This is good. I like this. Please continue. <laughs> is,
2: this, is this the Promised of <laughs> version of hashtags?
0: Yes, definitely. Oh Definitely. Definitely. Morse code code farm.
3: Um, Hashtag hashtag, hashtag run. Hashtag brain.
2: (laughs) Hashtag doubt.
0: So like they are theorizing based on the super creepy uh, Fräulein Oile Al that uh, someone from the outside here is trying Mm -hmm. to communicate with kids in the farm and based upon that and the specific Words that has, have been communicated, they deduce that there's a probability, not definitely, but maybe there is like a human society outside of the farm, like that there are other humans alive, that they're not the last ones, uh, which is important and very hopeful for them that they won't just be sort of trying to rebuild humanity from the ground up, as it were. Um, I
3: don't want to think about that. Don't
0: don't even go there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's we we don't have to go there. Let's not go there. No, let's, let's not, not go, go there, there in any way, shape, or form. Um. So, uh, hentai game, uh, one. Of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um. So there's uh, there's also two there's two <laughs> there's two. <laughs> sorry, there's two more of these. Um, that. What is it? Shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I can read the notes. Okay, so there's two more. They look at all these books, and they discern the words that I talked about. Then they find two more that they think are weird. There's, uh like, an adventure book, and then there's a mythology book. Mm-hmm. And there's weird things about each of these. Now, they don't say which weird thing is associated with which book which I found annoying, I'm like, I want to know if they're talking about the adventure book when they say it says promise in it, or the myth. so one of them has the word promise in it, and the other one has no Morse code, it's just a complete circle, Um, and there's like a ton of theories to be had about this, so I want to know if it's the adventure that's the complete circle, or the myth, like... I think it could be, it could end up being fairly significant what he's trying to communicate here, obviously. Oh my it God. Is. Like,
3: mm-hmm. holy shit. Okay. So I'm, I'm really trying to understand why these two books stood out. I can get the one where it's the full circle. Cool. What about the other one? The yeah. other one was like, it stood out because Emma was like, oh my God, this world is, this word is too difficult. It's a, and, I think she and, she just and had Mormons a like problems. immediately are like, yeah, yeah, sh- garbage or whatever the word was. Uh, Promise flossing.
0: <laughs> yep, that's it.
3: The Carlton dance, no
0: <laughs> <clears throat> other dances that have been copyrighted. So I'm, I'm I, not sure, like, it's... what
3: makes those that book also kind of special.
2: But well, I'm getting to save that for the fairyland. Okay. So all okay, okay,
3: times, sure. hold on to your pants. You'll get your <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> But then, I I'm really just kinda wondering also A, how did they think though that was kind of special? B, like how did they very much immediately reach the conclusion that basically, oh, these these two must be some special guides. You know, maybe they have inside them information that would help us avoid the, you know, whatever, or maybe somehow cryptically describe what is outside of the walls or something.
0: Uh Manira does point out in chat that one of them the non complete circle one seems to have had pages ripped out.
3: Right, right, right. Okay. So yes. perhaps
0: okay. that is the the sort of thing that makes it special. I don't I agree with you that that part wasn't clearly communicated that the special making property is the property of having ripped out pages. Okay. I get that wasn't it. So, I didn't get that either. So
3: yeah, like, I mean, I, I kind of, whatever, like, I, I'm willing to overlook it, but it seems like from a couple of things, they're kind of jumping into conclusions super quickly. Like, hey, you know, hey, these are guides. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, these are the things. It's like, yeah, I'm, a bit like, yeah, okay, they're kind of immediately jumping into a conclusion that's very, like, convenient for the plot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you know, they're not probably not wrong because this would make for an interesting plot. Right, So. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. at least they
0: at least they say that it's a matter of probability you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, at least they do, do except sure... it will not be i know exactly <laughs> yeah no exactly exactly you're but listen, what kind of show would this be if William Minerva was
3: just nothing? You'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> just no, but like, talk. I mean, you know, you know, like, I mean, you basically said, oh, we have the debut of William Minerva. So now we know he's a character. He right. could have been like, I don't know, AI, or he could have been like kind of misdirection. Maybe they were grasping at straws. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a completely different thing. Maybe what they're guessing, you know. Took them to a kind of a, a thing someone else made up, or something that's defunct now. No, uh, it's well, me,
0: Bobby Zeus. I'm Bobby the real. <laughs> I'm the real <laughs> character, and I am here to also eat you. Except I only eat liver, like those weird <laughs> orcas that were killing great white sharks off the coast of South Africa by only eating their livers and leaving
3: the rest. Did you guys Doctor hear about you... that shit? And and then at that point at that point Dre's like, yes, okay, getting <laughs> my liver eaten is better than getting my brain eaten. We should give them our liver.
2: <laughs> Doc, did do, do you just did you just fill in the rest of that little story of something you found on Google's get I'm feeling lucky function?
0: It sounds <laughs> like
2: it, but look,
0: that is a real thing, and it fucking blew my mind. Mo- like, have you I don't know if there are any avid watchers of
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: Sorry, just gonna eat some snacks while you're talking. <laughs> just continue, please.
0: So I don't know if there are any avid like nature documentary and not documentary the viewers of nature docs out there. Uh, I but, think um, Yeah, so I love them. I, I happen to really enjoy the animals, and there <laughs> I I have gotten teary and weepy way more times about fucking a show about like lemurs. Or, or, you know, octopi, or any, like, of oh, animals yeah. than, like, people. Because it's, like, there's always the part about, like, their habitat is shrinking, they're in danger. Have like, you seen that to... fucking
3: shit where it's, like, a lizard in some beach and there's fucking snakes everywhere? <laughs> yeah. It was fucking <laughs> on the edge of my seat!
2: That was Blue Planet.
0: Blue Planet's the shit. Um, but, like, so... Uh... You may or may not have seen, oh, how long ago were these? I feel like these were in the mid-2000s, but like maybe 10 years ago, there were a couple of documentaries called Air Jaws and Air Jaws 2, which sound hilarious, right? They sound like... Sounds like a
3: sci-fi channel movie. Yes,
0: (laughs) exactly. But it is, they discovered these like incredible great white sharks uh, off the coast of South Africa that the way they hunt is... They swim underneath seals, like the seal will be up here, and they come up from underneath and they just fly out of the water, like these enormous, like animals weighing tons and tons, just flying, like they get so high in the air, and it's this incredible thing to see. Um, wow! And sounds like Jaws. It's it's phenomenal. Like it's just a beautiful thing really? to watch. <laughs> but like you, but you can't go and see them anymore. They've been hunted away because these two goddamn rogue. Killer whales, these two orcas, like their oh brothers, they showed up in the habitat, in, in, off, in those waters, and proceeded to murder the shit out of all the great oh white sharks. God. They just ate the liver and left the rest. Didn't, <laughs> didn't eat like the meat. Like, it wasn't a, a food thing. They just murdered them. They just ripped out the liver. And then and they killed them off. Like They killed so many that the rest of the population left that area.
1: Can't can't
3: Unbelievable! I
2: say... <laughs> right. wow. reckon, I mean I... Sylvie just brought up the David Amber there so I reckon we should get him to, you know do commentary on the promised land like, and here we see <laughs> here we see Anna, Ray and Norman gathering inside the dormitory area to discuss their escape plans in order to flee the farm before they are devoured <laughs> by the ancient demons ruling the land
0: I love how like in so many David Ambrose, like instead of a big like introductory thing like Steve Irwin or someone, like he just will say like the name of the thing. it'll be like footage, footage footage and then he'll be like, a young Phil <laughs> 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 Yeah
3: oh my God yes commentary oh my God. imagine if sports commentary was like that you know <laughs> the silence footage of sports. Philip James <laughs> James James Dude person <laughs> having the ball. Yep. Yeah. It'll be great. And mm. then just more silence. <laughs> and here we see the goalkeeper. He seems unsatisfied.
2: <laughs> no, I'm going to go one better than that. I'm mean, going to go one better.
3: And here we see
2: Daigo Umehara.
1: He watches <laughs> and waits,
2: predatory, poised and graceful. He right, Daigo, sees the incoming attack and the dragon punch follow.
3: It hits da- true. Daigo fucking doesn't even... He looks at his PSP checking notes. Or like Maybe that was years ago, but basically like, oh my god, Daigo Mihara Like fucking, you go to the tournament and then on the side, here is Daigo Mihara sitting by himself looking at a PSP. It's like, oh my god, the can biggest you, can predator. You even,
2: can you imagine David Attenborough commentating Evil Moment 34? Um, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. And here we see Diego parrying the Chun-Li kick soup repeatedly a and, marvelous feat of execution and like in, of- in the
3: background no. no, no, no. It's, like, it's, it's more it's more like it, there's a lot of silence yes and then at some point he's like Chun-Li super it's like <laughs> and here the parry begins and then
0: it's like <laughs> like the, the classical music you know and it's like <laughs> Like can, yes, that's what The crowd
2: goes like. wild in a shared moment of communal <laughs> bonding.
3: Can I say I can do this can all say. night? I
2: can do this all night.
0: It's can I say,
3: uh if you if you put all of our uh weird like off topic discussions mm-hmm. one but like next to each other, they're a guide to what the world is outside your house. <laughs> they're a guide Yes, I agree. They tell you how to escape your horrible situation. Uh,
0: we
2: would, Speaking of escaping horrible uh, situations. Yep, yep. Oh my god. We'd
0: have such trouble doing a Patreon, because we can't... We could never contain this behind the paywall. We'd just yeah. go off on tangents.
2: Um, I'd totally be okay with being paid to chat shit, but anyway, that's <laughs> not very
3: much Oh my god, yes. Like, again, I tell these people, right? Holy fuck, please record your pre-like podcast banter because it's full of this this happens like every single time and they don't record any of it so nobody gets to see it you're horrible people tell them tell them
0: i just had a terrible thought that i won't share so uh we have now getting back to tpl manga anime uh we have the don doubting norman scene right? Where uh, where he starts to just break down in front of Gilda, I can't remember why. Like what tips him off? To because he finds like, little bunny. Oh, Okay, 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 okay. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So they're in they're in the secret room, right? They didn't Phil was like, "Yo, it's time for dinner," and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here, you little dweeb!" <laughs> and <then> they keep <laughs> looking around, uh, and yeah, they find little bunny, and Norman like starts to just kind of have a panic attack and. Gilda is very freaked out by the whole thing and then again the door starts to open right after they after they look around and see everything I guess they see like the communication device the 80s stereo they see all the stuffed animals and then the door starts to open again and this time they hear mom's voice so I guess this is like I don't know I thought it was like kind of uh, not redeeming but it was good that they had like a callback to like the beginning shit like we're like okay here's like a real threat now but um thankfully Isabella gets called away so she doesn't go and investigate and the kids make it out of there just like despite I mean they should have fucking been caught miracle of miracles it did not happen um let's see I already talked about Phil was the one who
3: found out the Morse code um and so- I called it last episode, by the way. I called it. I'm like, yes, there's going to be a bunch of trophies there, and they're going to find <laughs> out that people have been killed. I did it. You did. It's, it. it's a bit like, yeah, it, it's a bit like, um, a bit weird how they jump into that conclusion again. Like, hey, the thing is here. So, I mean, it could have easily been been there whether they were killed or just taken away. Uh, but. I don't know. Characters kind of learn or come to conclusions for plot convenience in this episode. Tiny bit happens. Mm, Sure. Whatever. This episode was good. I don't care. (laughs) Thank you, comrade.
0: Thank
3: Uh, you. I missed the break, You you
0: do not like this episode. (laughs) You traitor. Uh, So so once Don and Gilda like by the skin of their teeth, they make it out of this hairy situation. Uh, They, like, confront the big kids, and particularly Emma, like, feels really awful about this, and they're now forced to tell them the whole truth. Um, And, you know, the way the anime is paced, it really, there's not a lot of time in between their decision to withhold the truth and now their decision to come clean. It feels longer in the manga. Oh. It, it
3: feels longer here because we had to wait, but That's I mean, true. like it's 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 it it's been a fair few episodes behind now, and a lot has happened. So I'm, I'm not sure if I share that opinion with you. Okay, I think it's I'm... been a a fair amount of time. Mm. Rather, I like remember. it's, I, I think it's better if I like that they handled it now, and mm. I like that they handled it in a way that empowers these secondary characters as characters mm. and let them kind of show their personality and their convictions. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. And this this know. show, yeah. this show like like one of my favorite movies of all time, uh Dark City. Dark City Ooh. was is is a wonderful mystery movie that basically ends up changing perspective to its multiple protagonists and it mm. changes its perspective to whoever has the least information. And that's, and it continues to be an amazing mystery. It continues to build up. It's amazing payoff for the entire thing. And in this one, I, I'm kind of seeing a similar thing. Like we're kind of getting to the, the kind of to change perspectives into kind of the underdogs in the situation. We change mm-hmm. perspectives, you know, so that the, like Emma, the, the, the big three, the three dudes, the, the three musketeers are kind of coming up with her plans. They're kind of going along with their, their stuff. And now we're giving the other characters uh, kind of attention. We're giving them, we're kind of able to see how other people deal with it. How, uh, you know, less kind of, not so much important, but we get to develop those characters and we get to kind of go back and, and kind of re-experience that kind of like, uh, shocking revelation of what's happening and kind of getting to re-experience the massive, like, change in personality it brings. It's amazing.
2: Mm. I love it. I I, I mean, completely agree with you on the execution, but I'm going to actually have a mildly dissenting opinion here, only because I'm just... I hate all hate people... No, 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 no. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Hey, no. you, you, you'll die, no? back right. <laughs> come, come at me, Ahmed. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I know where that's from, I remember that reference I'm not anyway. doing
3: that, sh- oh my god Look, that's just the thing I say now I'm not okay. doing that garbage Okay, I- okay. I will destroy mm-hmm. you, please That's bad don't, asso- <laughs> don't associate me with that garbage I will this not
1: This is
3: not right. okay Sorry so <laughs> the- <laughs> Pull up a, a Kretzko And pretend a Kretzko is talking Right,
2: so like, the point I was going to make was this, right? I actually think they might have wanted to hold this on for a bit longer and let some other things build up around it. House of Cards kind of thing. I mean, House of Cards falling apart, Dominoes being knocked over, is more impressive the more you get going. But, of course, you don't want really to be waiting too long for that to happen. Now, I'm not saying that what they did here was wrong. I think that it was executed, as you say, magnificently. And as you rightly pointed out, it did deliver on making the secondary characters more empowered. It brought them up to the even keel where now rather than being a group of three and a group of two, they're a group of five. That's good. That is very good. But I'm just thinking that, you know, that they, they could have savored this a little longer, maybe.
1: I don't know. I see because... I see that
0: point. Like could could the path have see been that point, even yeah. could it have been even better if they continue to ratchet up the yeah. Because the sense of
2: betrayal, like, you could probably, there's probably a form, this, that some psychologist somewhere has figured out, but I would argue the sense of betrayal that you might feel in such a situation is stronger the longer the time passes between when you're told the lie and when you find out about it later. If you live under illusion for two days, it's not so bad, but if you live under an illusion or a lie for a lot longer...
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm pretty sure in the thing it's actually quite a lot longer because it's been, like, three episodes, but it's been more than a few days in between the episodes. But... Uh w- what I think is basically I still support the narrative decision made as it is because mm-hmm. A we get to see the characters develop better and we're going to get more see, a more diverse cast. We're going to get a more diverse cast in the future episodes and they are going to be there's going to be a better dynamic potentially mm-hmm. but also like uh a big part of this show for me was kind of um you know Emma is our favorite character Emma's, like, kind of determination, Emma's kind of optimism, Emma's mm-hmm. drive to make things better. And I think, like, kind of hammering home the betrayal that Emma did to those children, I think, would have taken a bit away from the narrative that we're seeing now, which is basically, you know, these children, they they are fighting for their future, and they're, you know, they have all of these feelings of mm-hmm. determination, optimism, all that kind of stuff. And... It would distract a lot from that, and also take time from the actual planning and the actual pacing of, you know, the the plot twists and the how like everything is going. So I think they handle it perfectly. Personally, mm-hmm. fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, I can I can see where both of you guys are coming from. Like, absolutely. I wouldn't I
3: I
2: wouldn't have liked it going on until the end yes. of time.
3: Manira cool. I think a
2: little bit longer would have been nice. Yeah, it anyway, does not, no, like,
3: drawn-out misunderstandings. Yeah, no, those mm. are never a good plot point. Uh, Like, personally, yeah. I, I oh, hate God, I rem- Oh,
2: God, I remember in Franks now, actually, because that was one of the things <laughs> that made me rage Listen, about children. Like,
0: there are so many... Uh, this is a great point that Borgalia has highlighted from Manira because there's a lot of, like, really classic, beloved anime comedies in particular that like are premised on a misunderstanding and drives me fucking bananas. I absolutely oh, yes.
3: hate it Yes. So mm-hmm. much.
0: Uh it just it ends up being like I just don't find it amusing. It's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. Mm. So like um Yes. So, yeah. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, and, also and Shadon, yeah, you're talking about Franks like the the lack of communication (laughs) between the characters, like, there's this big information gap, and it just drove you, like, up the wall. Um, Yeah,
2: I'm actually going to get into that later, because one of the things I want to talk about later is when is it acceptable for characters to fuck up in fiction? But that's going to be something I'll come see later when we get to this talking.
3: Never. Also a- an angle that I didn't quite like mention was how Emma also develops as a character because of this. If we had drawn about. it out longer, if, it, if we had drawn it out longer and there was more animosity, like, Oh my God, you lied to us for so long. You know, we don't have anything to hope for anymore. Um, We wouldn't have gotten this, this moment where Emma kind of realizes her mistaken time And now trusts people a lot more and kind of Mm. fundamentally changes as a character, which Mm. will absolutely come up and make the entire thing like better. Somehow, this show, six episodes in, talking about children, manages to develop all these characters like over and over, just layers upon layers of characterization.
2: Except for Onion Kid, the only layers he's got in his Uh, (laughs) namesake.
3: <sighs> Find uh-huh. out how
0: I feel about all of this.
3: Uh, I spoke too much. My voice is giving up. After Fuck. the break, okay. We're having a break. <laughs>
2: good luck brave soldier as you wander off into the battlefield ahead
0: we're back sorry about that everyone thanks for sticking with us oh my god minutes.
3: I'm still eating give me
0: a warning
2: next time
3: oh so
0: I, here's an idea that I thought of when I stepped away what if David Attenborough narrates the digipro video <laughs> What if he, not not narrates it, comments on it, like, what if he just reads the Digibro part? Like, I can't believe you think this is okay. It's not okay. That would t- it's not okay. That... Look at this shit.
2: <laughs> Look
1: at that this would be...
0: shit. <laughs> no,
2: no,
1: no. No, it's,
2: it's be, no, 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 no. That would be, that would be like the one time this actually happened where someone gave the uh, Archer Unlimited Blade Works mantra to Oh my God. Like
1: Ellen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Okay, no, no, no Imagine, right oh What? It's... It's... Yes, it happened It really did Did she read it? Did it happen? She? <laughs> Wait a minute Who did you say?
2: Did Ian you say... McKellen
0: Oh, I thought you Oh my god I, I, I thought only thought heard, Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> I heard Ellen I <laughs>
2: heard No, Ian Ian McKellen Oh, okay did, so. did he read it? Yes, he, he did
0: read
3: Oh my god He was
2: very confused That's incredible <laughs> That's amazing wow.
0: I'll have to track this But day. no,
3: imagine, imagine David Attenborough. Just picture a scene in your head. David Attenborough goes, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> introducing himself in Japanese, inviting you <laughs> to the Universal Studios Japan. It seems wonderful. <gasps>
0: Holy shit, dude. Oh my god. good
2: I feel like I just the deep, <laughs> deep trance
3: like, then. Like, like, I was Okay, you can't say deep, deep trance trans when I'm here. Like, dude, I'm so deep in
1: that sh- <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no,
2: definitely, I'm gonna go unconscious in a minute.
1: <laughs> oh, this is oh, sending man.
2: me under this sock. We're just
1: losing. Anyway. We're losing viewers <laughs> right
2: and left.
3: Oh
0: <laughs> Plummeting. Right. Let's ca- let <laughs> us carry on. Oh, so funny. I don't we're think. not
3: even halfway through oh. the promise, though, are we? Yeah. We're about
0: two thirds.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. we're pretty far in.
0: Um. So, like Vorg was talking about, like, um, the kids were forced to apologize to uh, Don and Gilda, to Bobby and Gilda. Um and Emma, in particular, like she bows very deeply, she's extremely like extremely apologetic um and Don and Gilda, as you said, felt very emboldened, empowered they felt like really real in these moments and Emma saying like I was wrong, Don gets the fucking punch Ray like you know, Norman I'm kind of like whatever on, I get it. Um, but Ray had it coming for trying to sell him out, <laughs> so he needed to punch him. Uh, that that definitely needed to happen. Um, and I thought it was interesting. Like, so Don could have been very upset about the content of the lie, right? I mean, and, and he clearly he was to a degree, right? He he could have been like, you know.
3: You think this is okay.
0: No, he could have been he could have said, uh, look, you have you had said that bad people were adopting uh Connie and the other kids, but you didn't tell us that this was a farm, you didn't tell us about the demons, you didn't tell us we were being eaten. But like the thing he was upset about, the thing that, that got him the most was not the content of the lie, but the fact that just they weren't trusted with the whole truth. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, you, you, like, I thought, he said, you know, I, I thought when you let us in, you really let us in. And, like, you were saying, hey, we can rely on you, but, like, we're clearly still some kind of burden to you, and that's painful. Like, it hurts me to think about how weak I am, because, like, because I'm weak, like, I can't do anything about Connie getting shipped out. And this is something that's being, like, reinforced every day in this house. But, like, I thought from you guys, right, like, I wasn't seen that way, but clearly I still am, and it fucking sucks. Um, and after hearing all that, like I said, Emma, so sorry. Like, very, very apologetic. Like, vows mm-hmm. to, like, let them in fully and rely on them and and trust in them completely. Um, apologies all around. Uh, in that apology scene, like... Ray is kind of filmed interestingly, like you've pointed this out before, Shadon. Um, and it's it's nothing like super, uh, I guess, subtle or technically sound or or maybe not. It is technically sound, but like it's not like a like a work of of it's not like a stroke of genius. But I, it was interesting. I thought. small touch, yeah. It's that like Ray, you got Norman and Emma like in the light of the lantern talking to Don and Gilda, but like Ray outside, like. In the shadows, very much still. I thought this back. was just
2: being set up as some sort of like you know good cop bad cop interrogation here. Yep, yep, clearly. Um, but then again, it has got turned around. And if I hey, mean, you know, know
3: this, is, this is a subject we've never talked about before on this show. But let's praise how good the direction is in this show. Mm-hmm. Let's praise how good the direction yeah. is. Yeah. How, the, how that mm-hmm. uh, there's like two amazing scenes for me. Uh, the one is here which is basically how the information is kind of given to the characters, how kind of the passage of time is conveyed, uh, how we get to see it, and how we get to see the reactions. And it's all done so well. Mm-hmm. The other one is the fucking Jojo moment, when, spoiler, appears behind the tree. Oh my god, let's talk about that later. <laughs> what? Oh, yo, okay. Okay, we we'll, we're almost there. Massive
1: Jojo moment. <laughs> almost
0: there. Um... <laughs> So and there are there are several scenes I, I'm going to talk about it here, but I think it happens a couple of other times in the show where the way the shot is framed and you what this has to do with what you just brought up, Morgan. The way the shot, the final shot of the apology is framed, it's like someone is look it's kind of peering over like a windowsill or something, or peering from behind like a wall. Like there's. I several brought
2: that up, if, Yeah, I brought hey. before, like, oh, it before. Okay, okay, it good. feels like. Yeah, it feels like they're being watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: They, it's mm-hmm. very... I wonder, yeah. wonder if that's going to come up later in this episode. Don Flamenco! <laughs> yes. yes!
0: That's a brilliant <laughs> reference. That's amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah, exactly. He, he's Don Flamenco. <laughs> that's incredible. I'm so glad that you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, So, let's see. Uh, the next big scene, you have uh, Emma and Norman... Hanging laundry on a beautiful, clear day on the farm.
2: It's a new dog. It's a new dog.
3: Exciting footage. Oh, it's... Here we see Ah, Emma hanging laundry in It's a Beautiful Day. The smell of gain is in the (laughs) air. (laughs) Um,
0: So, they're hanging it. And Emma... uh, So, here here comes a moment that I'm not really sure how I feel about. Uh, Emma... says like she has a plan uh regarding the escape and she tells norman but she tells him off-screen now so we've praised this show a lot for having off-screen tells in terms of like catching a character up to speed when we already know What's been going on, and that's great. This is the exact opposite. This is movie. totally yes. like. This is very much like. Uh, I like mean, it's, this, this information is being withheld, annoying. Yeah.
3: This this has been happening like all throughout the show. Like, oh, it's Ray. How is he going to get the the chips out? Whatever. Well, we'll see off screen, and maybe he'll tell us later. How are yeah. we going to do this thing? It it just you know it it keeps coming up, and I think, like, I don't mind. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I if, think, I if, think... if Emma was like, yes, okay, we're going to play tag and then hop over the wall and then go do the thing, and then, like, four episodes later, they do that, is that better? I think, I think the key
2: difference here, though, is that hmm. when, when that's happened previously, Ray said that he has a way of breaking the track of devices and then hasn't elaborated on that yet. Right. That's fine. But what's happened here is, like, I've got a plan, and then for what? A plan to make fucking Girl Scout cookies? A plan to, you know, do hopscotch? A plan to, you know, burn the fucking house down? A plan to, you know, put a horse's head in Isabella's bed? What is this hmm. plan for, Emma? Tell us. Like, I don't need the so, full breakdowns so, I step, but a single line to say what the broad
3: principle of it is. I mean, it, very- it was about it was about how to get everyone out at the same time without Mom yeah. noticing. So he, okay. he did say that. that. That's what the plan was about. Uh, I'm okay with him not saying much. Because um, basically we're introducing this plan for the first time, but maybe we're not ready to tell our viewers. Mm -hmm. Then some time will pass. Then maybe Norman and Emma will tell Ray. Norman at that point will have, you know, figured out some kind of a weird way to get his way with Norman or Emma or whatever. So we've established the plan and then we're establishing that time has passed enough and that we're going to tell Ray. We're gonna. Every one of them is going to kind of alter the plan or something to suit their own interests, and you know, make Norman go with it or nah, something. Yeah.
2: that's not that's not true because they did like you know they're gonna say you know I have altered the plan, but I don't alter it further. Now, it's only so far the plan gets altered before you know.
3: I, I have. I am altering the plan per play. I don't alter it any further. Exactly. I will say that I. I am your daddy. <laughs> I mean, that's not
0: what I'll say. <laughs> um, not to you. Uh
3: Luke, I am your papa. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you're so, you're I'm so, so sorry. I don't know
3: what's wrong with me today. Um No, this is it's great.
0: I'm enjoying it. Uh So, like, I think the like the the plan is well. No, that can't be right. That can't be right because
2: we'll wait. Anyway, like
0: anyway, oh, yeah. anyway. Uh, so yeah, Emma's like, I have a plan, cut to however many minutes later, are you sure this plan is gonna work? Like, are you sure Mm -hmm. about this? And Emma's like, yeah, like, totally. Um, and so it turns out in the manga, like, she very much does have a plan, and... I hope so. (laughs) It...
3: The plan is nigerunda, yo!
0: God, really, you keep distracting me. Um, I'm so sorry. No, it's great. No, this is, this is the continual joke loop. Uh, so, like, she has this plan, but I don't believe there's ever this moment where she says, hey, guess what? I have a plan. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, it's suddenly it's happening. And the other characters are sort of like,
2: whoa, like,
0: how's all this yeah. set up? She thought of all this? And then it's happening. It's happening, and the character's like, what?
3: Like that's amazing." Really I th- want Emma to be this cool character, but uh,
0: yeah. Beautiful. So I, it's like I, you wonder, like, should it? Should we have had this scene at all? You know what I mean? Or should it have been like that, where it's just sort of sprung upon you that there was she was thinking about things and planning all, or or do you like it where she's like, "I have a plan. Here is the plan." audience, you will not hear the plan, but you will see the plan. Um, I don't know.
3: I guess I don't know if there's like okay, a wrong so, way in
0: principle to do it, but...
3: Right, so so I was assuming um, basically later they would rediscuss the plan, or would mm-hmm. do something about the plan, so it would come up later. But if you're spoiling the entire thing now, and mm-hmm. are saying the plan will come up kind of out of nowhere, then it's a bit weird.
0: No, I think there are more. There are more iterations to come.
3: Okay, we'll wait and yeah, see. We'll yeah. wait
2: and see. That's my feeling on it.
0: Yeah. So what we do sort of see is Norman saying, like, well, well Emma's saying, sort of expressing doubts about Ray, and Norman saying, "Don't worry, like, I'll talk to Ray. Let me talk but to Ray. I'll get Ray on board." Chat
3: that Emma did say the "I have a plan" thing in the manga.
0: Uh, where? Check,
3: check. Oh, I'm back in check. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Cool, great, perfect, awesome. Okay. Uh, thank you, Manira, for checking that. I need, like, this is what I need to be doing as host of a show that talks about it. Um, that's good. So, I lost my place. Um, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's not your fault. Um, yeah. So the like, silence of they... invading. No. <laughs> It's so awkward, guys, hanging over conference. us. Oppressive, oppressive. Um, so like, Airlock Doc, he's a <laughs> traitor. <laughs> like, like I said, Emma is expressing doubts about Ray, um, and Norman says he will get him on the level, he will talk to him about the plan, and Ray will, is going to help everyone escape, and when Ray is doing mm-hmm. his skullduggery, he is quote-unquote
2: thinking of both of us. He says, mm-hmm. which is
0: interesting. Well, it's still a
2: lie because Ray did tell him, you know, I it's just us three odd nothing, as far as I'm concerned. Right. So that lie is still in effect. We've dealt with one, but there is still that one in play.
0: Mm-hmm. So then we cut to like so Norman says, and and I've got Ray uh leaking false information to mom currently. So cut to in progress, Ray leaking false information to mom. And he's saying, uh, well, mom's saying, oh, so you got in a fight with Norman. That's where you got the the bandage. Like, oh, we had a difference of opinion. Also, Norman's trying to kill you. Um, which is like, you know, it's funny. That's a thing that they talked about very funny, early. Yeah. As, mm-hmm. as a plan, you know, we
2: have to kill mom with a
0: fork. Uh, and
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going
3: to uh, sharpen this spoon. I'm coming, Mom. Which it just, get you just hearing <laughs> Ray
0: say Mom's trying to kill you, like it just sounds exactly. disingenuous. <laughs> like coming up, but uh so like he also learns and it, we've no idea at this point whether or not this is mom also dropping false information. Uh because again, she's sort of painted as always three moves ahead of the kids. Mm-hmm. So you know she could be very you know, aware raise a double agent and she's
3: using that To manipulate them mm-hmm. but she says mm-hmm. like There's no shit in She is painted as being three mm-hmm. moves ahead But not really shown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. three moves ahead She's barely in these And like I'm really Waiting for that moment where mom was like Yes I knew about this Now you're not doing it Like, And also I ruined this other plan B And like now you're staying home And oh. like fuck Okay I'm I'm really waiting for
2: that moment. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: if Ray was the one to suggest this, that's right. I forgot that part. So does Emma in the episode say, "I have a like"? Here's the plan. It Ray suggested it because I, Manu- I, I that's what rec- says I in the shot. Like, I can't
1: recall.
2: Okay,
3: well, every, say it's just, everything in, in my opinion.
2: In my no, opinion, it, it sounded small like I like don't Emma need to worry about, much about it. it she,
3: yeah, she came up with a plan at least. Well, like, it, here's, yeah. the, here's the
0: reason it matters um is because there's the the last shot in the show has everything to do with the plan that Ray was suggesting. Uh but we'll get there.
3: The last shot of Crones' face. I mean, wait, spoiler.
0: Oh wait, was that not the last sh- Oh, well there's there's a shot of like Norman in the bedroom. Oh, my God. And, and looking behind ray's bed and opening up the floorboard and sees oh a lot yeah of... what the fuck was that okay so you that's know, probably okay. the tools
2: he's been collecting
0: well that would be my yes so you know how he tells mom norman's trying to kill you norman's trying to poison you so what we need to do is get rid of all the things he would poison you with i'll take care of that so I'll take these chemicals and hide them under my bed oh my God. And, and use oh, them I for see. later. So, I, so so, yes, so if this is the same plan that Emma's speaking of, then it makes sense. And the plan that I was talking about Emma having is entirely different. And yes, I did sort of halfway spoil something for everyone. I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's okay, my fault.
3: Okay, so Ray, Ray suggested killing Mom, not Ray suggested the plan that Emma had. Yeah.
0: No, 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 the latter. Ray suggested the plan that Emma is telling Norman about. No, Ray suggested killing mom. Well, that that too, early on, but that was
2: that was. Uh,
0: but Emma's
3: plan is not Emma's plan?
2: The, well, the plan it, is not honestly, to kill Honestly, this doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't need to worry about the specific, <laughs> specific <laughs> initiative of who said what.
3: If Emma comes up with a cool plan, I'm all for it. If Ray tells Emma a plan and then Emma is like, yes, okay, here's a plan. It sucks. Okay, well, Emma is the best character. Emma should be doing this shit. Yeah. Well, both, both don't at me. Both things happen, so don't
0: don't worry. We'll be okay. Okay. Um. So the I'm the way the... looking at you
3: <laughs> with raised karate hands. Uh,
0: yeah. So everything. Yes. Everyone. Oh, I'm gonna have to go rewatch the episode because I'm very unclear. But yeah, the way I the way I have have put the picture together is that yes again so we have ray uh giving mom false information like norman wants to kill you the actual plan we have no idea whether or not it has to do with killing mom like this is just him saying hey norman wants to kill you he wants to poison you with chemicals let me get all the chemicals and replace them with just water so he can't use them anymore um so Mm -hmm. he's clearly been taking all the chemicals and hiding them under his bed now what we're unclear about is if like this uh what Ray is scheming has anything to do with what Emma was telling Norman. That's what we're unclear about. But um anyway, so the last scene of the episode. Uh oh no we, we need to talk about so there's no shipment next month in November. This is what yeah. I was saying. We don't know if mom is also dropping false information. There's apparently... Mom,
3: like whenever she says that kind of stuff, has like the weirdest facial like facial expressions. Like, yes, you know, <laughs> no, no. I'm, joking. Joking. I'm, j- I'm like, joking. joking. I'm joking. I'm mm.
2: joking. No, yeah. mm-hmm. Don't ship you out. Mm-hmm. Just yes, red frog
3: face. You'll like, <laughs> have some to me. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's like the face that's like, oh, I will kill you, you little shit. I <laughs> know. <laughs>
2: I know.
0: Just and you wait. <laughs> and your yes.
3: brain's gonna become food for Mister Obama. He yep. slash him. <laughs> totally.
2: You know. You know what your bra- You know what your brain's gonna be sandwiched between the set of your skull, a couple of leaves of lettuce, a slice of Monterey Jack, and fucking relish, you little twerp.
0: Get ready. It's happening. Uh, and th- th- this conversation was very. uh, I hate to use this word now that we've been talking about brain sandwiches. Meaty. It um, was <laughs> meaty because. Uh... Because, like, there's all these little bits, like, you know, Ray saying, uh, okay, so there's no shipment in November, that means the next shipment will be in January, he wants to, like, so it'll be his 12th birthday, like, gosh, so is his, do we know if his, we're very unclear on the nature of, of Ray's agreement with mom specifically, like, we only have these hints to go by. Like, it sort of sounds like that he made an agreement to not be shipped off early? Like, and to live his days out in peace until he was 12? Yeah,
3: that's that's really weird because, yeah, I thought, you know, being the snitch was basically, okay, he's not getting shipped out. Mm -hmm. So now she's like, yeah, okay, he's getting shipped out. So why did he do all of this for? Yeah. Or like it's so weird. In, in mom's, in mom's eyes, like, you know, his,
2: maybe she's changing like, It's him to him.
3: Yeah. yes. Yeah, so, so in mom's eyes, his allegiance wouldn't be like unwavering. It wouldn't be like, Oh my God. Okay. I will keep on your side. Cause you're not going to kill me. Like mm-hmm. she's going to kill him. So why? Like, I guess mom next episode will be revealed to not have trusted anyone ever. <laughs>
2: Just using everyone no. for her own.
3: Well, that's it. She was. She's. There's
2: nothing to say that you know Ray was never anything but a disposable tool for her.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, so yes, yes.
2: I mean, the thing is, think of it this way: if she hadn't cancelled the shipment in November, the one in January would be going ahead regardless. Mm-hmm. I would say because it's monthly. So this, uh, like, and also bear in mind, she's under instructions to ship out the kids whenever, so she could decide that. So she's making an emphasis on, you know, when the next one's going to be, as in specifically points out to, you know, Ray. oh, well, you know, look who's got the short straw here. It's you. <laughs> so I think that she's using that as, like, you know, <clears throat> a way of reminding him, and maybe, she, the thing is, he just says the shipment's going to be that one. Maybe she won't do it. There's nothing, you know, there's no explicit mention that she'll do it. But I think that, you know, it's just a reminder that the guillotine is perpetually over his head.
3: What a shitty agreement. Like, yeah, that's a pretty shitty... Especially since he, he gets has high, high scores anyway! Scores. Yeah. Oh, nice. so he wouldn't have been shipped anyway, so what the hell? I mean, why not also, just... Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're one... You know, let me just say, you know, you're super important shipment, right? And you have the one spy, the one source of information who has been very accurate with the information so far. So, you're one source of information, you want to, like... Put his allegiance in danger by reminding him, "Yeah, you're gonna die." I mean,
0: maybe... so like he basically
3: has no reason not to betray her. Maybe. Well, he's, the thing uh... is, very well.
2: that you forget? You no, know, maybe he might. Maybe the way is to do that is not to necessarily, you know, he won't betray mom, but maybe he'll betray Emma and you know, Norman. Push the buttons. See right. what. See if he, see if he reacts in the opposite way, which would be to turn on them instead. Oh, okay. Does it?
3: So, so basically, you know, then like two episodes from now, she'll give him the option, okay, you can either try to run away or whatever or you can, like, stay in the home and you can become a mom when you grow up. As long as you give up your friends. Mom, Mom Ray. <laughs> mom, Ray.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah um, that's it.
3: Yeah, well, it's, it's
0: yeah, it's unclear. Chess. Like, chess. Is it, is it, is he just a little James Dean who's like you know life past 12 years old is going to be boring and shitty anyway. Don't don't Boy, let me live a day past 12. I
3: want to die young. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like so yeah, I'm very Ray Ray died hmm. in a car accident back to his home planet. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um James so was there a line about Ray? Yes.
3: He's like, sure. yes, please may, may, he he specifically asked for Norman and Emma not to be shipped out yet.
0: That's right, because those are mm-hmm. his... Um, I don't get
3: it!
2: Uh, was be- that before was that lie before he was told that the shipment had been delayed anyway? Because if that's the case, that would make sense. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember.
0: Because, like, yeah, I mean it would make sense to him asking for that because like, he's seen so many people go, like, they've been the only constants in his life. That he can call friends, so yeah, l- let my friends stay alive too, please.
2: Or, or alternative interpretation—maybe it's a bit of that. Maybe it's just more the pragmatism of that he needs both. He needs,
0: yeah. Escape. Oh, that's—you're totally right about that. Yeah, he—he's yeah. Like, These high scores, the I want Ray. them alive. Could, <laughs> yeah. could
2: could could be either way. I mean, I would ask it's the question: probably... <laughs> If Ray's been building to his escape for so long, how come he hasn't done it yet? Can he not do it by himself?
0: Probably not. saying Probably not. There's probably no way to do it by yourself.
3: Um, Maybe Ray has a big farm in his brain. (laughs) God damn
0: it! Uh, Certainly, there's his chances of surviving outside of the farm would be very, very just by himself. He was by himself, and he's he's probably thought about that far ahead. Yeah, I mean, I can
2: tell you one way immediately: you do that. You need to have people watching at night. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if he falls asleep, you know, and he's on his own, he's got no one covering him.
0: We need to
3: have people to eat when things go. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. When the boat, when the boat begins when to sink, when the boat, yes, when you run out of food, you gotta.
3: When you can't see any seagulls anymore.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so we talked about the stash of chemicals underneath Ray's bed, and mm-hmm. we've not necessarily speculated about what they right. may be. Do we want to speculate about what?
2: Without knowing what not. they are or what the tracking device even is, even now, it's not really. I'm not. I can't think of much right now. We don't have enough information.
3: Okay, okay so sp- speculate how they're going to make mom not check the tracking device. Or but what? we don't know.
2: I don't know. Like, we, we don't this know is what just,
0: This is just him speculating on their use. We haven't right, said. Air air, like like how, how they will they be okay. used. Um, we, how how we
3: no, they will pour bleach in mom's <laughs> <face>. <laughs> yes,
2: Exactly. That's a. How do you I like don't. that pine fresh scent,
3: you bitch? I mean, like basically, Don Don Flamenco was fucking able to pickpocket Mom just like that. So why <laughs> can't just grab the thing? It's like, oh no, I put it in the washing machine.
2: Is it going to be like it's Fallout so- Freeze? You know, uh, you can pop a grenade in someone's inventory. There's going oh be a fifty three percent chance.
1: I mean, all the
2: all the ingredients they picked up thus far look like things you'd get from a Fallout
3: like three or four. They
2: sure do. Like, oh my god. So I'm just waiting for, you know, Ray uh, To take all of them to the crafting benches And mill them into the bullets Yeah, they it. just
3: need to find a crafting bench yeah. <laughs> Oh no, we don't have a crafting bench Okay, I'm gonna need, like, two screwdrivers And, like, a, a, a thing to put On the desk, and now it's a crafting bench Now it has yeah. special powers
2: Ray, Ray ends up building The trash gun from Fallout 3 And shoots teddy
3: bears at people Oh, oh my god They raid rooms They they made Fuck! They... <laughs> They raid Mom's room. <laughs> no, I'm going to go one they better. They do not go raid Rom's room. <laughs> That's Gears of War. Yep,
2: yep. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go one better and just say, if they do make the trash good, I hope that you know when Ray or Emma ever fires at Mom, he says, "This one's for Connie," and little Connie <laughs> just flies out, and smacks him <laughs> in the face. T-shirt
0: gun. Uh, enjoy this. Yes. Enjoy this horrible lock-picking mini Oh, fuck. you
3: know th- this one has your name on it, and then the bunny comes out, and like it's slow motion, the bunny's rotating, and in the back it says "Mom." <laughs> <And while it's>... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope good. you for that.
0: Okay, so moving on past the chemicals, I think the last thing we have left to talk about is um, uh, she's back, folks, after uh, oh, a couple weeks hiatus. <laughs> Sister
2: Starring it- in so the return. sound of music! Yeah, <gasps> yes. That's what the first thing was that pops into my head when I started doing that, I'm just like, of woman, you
0: last. Ballet, uh, faces are happening on my screen. What
3: a fucking <laughs> reintroduction of this character, right? I'm like, I'm, in in this chat, I will read now what I was saying at the time. Because okay. basically I was I was watching this thing mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, oh my God, hey,, uh, wow, Crone, you know, Crone hasn't shown up. You know, Crone has basically like hundred percent just disappeared from this shit. Uh, and then right as I type that in our chat that we have here on Discord, Crone shows up making the most horrible Crone face Crone mm-hmm. has ever croned oh my
1: god,
3: like, <laughs> yeah. this is the worst caricature face ever in this show. It was so bad.
0: It's
2: pretty, mm-hmm. rough. It's pretty I mean, rough. I
0: it's, it's, mean, uh... I was
3: thinking to myself, I oh,
2: was thinking to myself, all right, you know, slightly rocky opening 30 seconds of the show, but it's been really, really good so far. Sailor, uh... and, and then just the sound of a free car car crash in my oh. head.
3: And I'm I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the, the controversial opinion. Aside from Uh-oh. the horrible face at the beginning. I think this was a very good reintroduction of Crone. And this was the best scene Crone has ever had. That's Was she not a, chew a yeah.
2: low bar to uh clear? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, right? Her actually being back here right now I've skipped over, over pieces completely of <laughs> if she wasn't completely hamming it up, mm-hmm. to, like and chewing the scenery. Oh,
3: oh my god, yes. Like she would a have been fine.
2: Because the intent,
3: like, it is terrifying
2: that she's there now, partly because she's back for the audience, but for the kids, like, it is genuinely a bad thing that she's there. She says, I know your secret. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, so some, uh, Felix asked, you know, she can't be this theatrical in the manga. Like, I truly don't, maybe it's the lack of the motion, but I honestly don't recall her like, being drawn, like, doing pirouettes and shit. Like, her her faces are absolutely, like, exaggerated, In even worse, like, in the manga, if you can believe it, like, it's, the face, the facials are are bad. Um, But, like James says, like, they actually do have uh, internal monologues, so she doesn't have to, like, hold the doll and dance around and talk to the doll and stuff like that. So, like, I feel like, that part of her character and we talked about this before um, it was different and she felt like more of a world building tool than um, than this character that needed to be different than Isabella and so we, she's got to be spicy and Isabella's cold and icy uh, yeah which mm-hmm. is what I think they're kind of going for here in the anime which is uh um, mm-hmm. by and large but but yeah I mean she's you know.
1: I I, mean, I, in, I didn't. This...
0: I wasn't like hating my life throughout mm-hmm. these like few seconds that she was on screen, except for like the the, the introduction, like the
3: the introduction was so bad. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, like I think the over like theatricality here kind of works because she's trying to super intimidate these children, like basically like drive the point very slowly that hey, I know what you're up. And kind of make a, a weird impression. Which kinda of works here, I think.
0: He meet Sue. I think. Right. Um yeah, she knows the secret.
2: I could say. I just wish that she wasn't, you know, the character the character sorry, the, the cartoon character. character that she is. Like I know yeah. it's a weird thing to say, a casting character in an anime, but she is the only one who is a casting character in the show. Yeah. And it,
3: no oh, fucking. Can we well. talk about how she's introduced? Like fucking the children are walking mm. and you get a small glimpse of Maid Apron behind the tree. Yeah. The screen yeah. bleaches out in color, it fades partially to white, and you get close ups of all the characters, slow motion, horrified expressions. It's a so amazing it's so good! <laughs> I love it! Oh. Like, if if you had to introduce a character that not only horrifies mm-hmm. the characters, but also horrifies anyone that watches the anime by how, by how horrible she is, mm-hmm. how would you introduce her? How would you make an impactful introduction? That's exactly how you would do it! They did it! Wonderful direction. Um. A six, should...
0: <laughs> maybe uh, maybe if it was, like, a different character, you know what I mean? Like Maybe, maybe if, di- maybe 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 if we hadn't mom. been poisoned, <laughs> like, by everything else. Um, yeah, so,
3: so in, in this case, it's like, okay, I have a very bad memory. So it's been, like, two full episodes without Crone. So basically, okay, uh, Crone was weird, I guess. Oh, she's crazy. So I don't know. Right. Like she kind of shows up again uh, in my brain it's kind of like almost like a clear like clean slate reintroduction kind of. So she's laying low, mom is onto her or whatever and now she's like okay now I'm in the plot and now I'm intimidating these children with my weird antiques. It's like well Mm -hmm. yeah the bar is not very high but I like I liked this better than her talking to herself and doing these weird oh, things on absolutely. her own and being yeah. massively crazy. Like, now she's just kind of intimidating. Now yeah. it has kind of a purpose.
2: Yeah, her theatrics are actually now being passed through the children's experience, through the characters' mm-hmm. experience. It's not strictly for the benefit of the audience, where it's just exactly. completely and utterly tonally like, deaf and ill-advised and ill-thought-out.
3: So it's so Shadon, a little better. Shadon just uses the big words. I should let him talk. I don't know why I'm... No, you you made the point. Oh, use, use, use the big words. Come on, give um, some it, big felt, words. it felt very similitudinous. I am a discombobulated.
0: Thanks, verbose McBig words. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're so garrulous. Garrulous. How do you pronounce that? Uh, Not garrulous. I was thinking gregarious is what I meant to say. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, so, boy, uh, we have the, like, uh, the the deal with, I hate, the bargain. (laughs) The bargain is proposed, the the deal with the Mm -hmm. devil, right? Uh, Crone says, join me, like, you know the secret, I know you know the secret, let's join forces to defeat the Zerg, humans and Protoss alike. Uh Woo! so like yeah and then that's the end of the episode. Uh do you think that they will join her? Do you think I mean they're kind of cornered, wouldn't you say?
2: I'm going to wait and I'm going to reserve judgment on that until we see next episode and get some more info. Yeah, like, get some more, like, like, what, what what does do. she
3: want? Like what is she what's the deal? Yeah.
2: What have you what have you killed so, Isabella for me? Oh boy. There. Woo. Mm.
3: Yeah, that would that be. Could be a, that what's would a what's be a better show that I've seen that basically one of the characters like, yeah, what if you kill this person for me? or something? Okay, this this rings vibes. I, I, I there's something familiar here. You keep going. Okay, okay. 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 hyper <laughs> and all right. We got perform some, some brain power. Do we have
0: some talking points, Shadon? I know that oh, you, yeah. you've, you've got a big... So for anyone, uh, there have been several people who've come in kind of late. Shadon has uh, an expansive theory regarding uh, Billy Minerva uh, and his <laughs> Morse code-laden uh, book stickers. And Phil and everything, so let me... Phil's a
2: joke theory, so don't
0: worry about <laughs> okay. it. well, let me hit the talking points button here.
3: Talking points. If you take... If you don't take Phil seriously, he'll show up at your door, ring your doorbell three times. What's <laughs> coming? The, the it's true. Thing. It's true. Okay, okay so now, on the first day, he rings your doorbell three times, <laughs> and then on the second day, he rings it one time.
0: Man, the and next he just- yells
3: Phil outside your door.
0: Goddamn! The next time anything like remotely spooky at my house happens, like if the power goes out, I'm oh, gonna like God, sit up real- and say
2: Phil. <laughs> God. Oh, Nikki, like... talking to Oh, it's nothing, darling. Don't mind me. <laughs> uh, right. So, let's talk about uh, Mr. Minerva here and also the idea of when is it okay for characters to fuck show? Because if you've been listening to our podcast for a while now, you probably heard me complain a lot of times like, this character's a dipshit. And I fucking hate them because they're a dipshit. you should have done this thing. But there are other times where I've been like, I like the fact that they've cocks up here. This is good. This is good drama. And so I've been having to think on this since I watched this episode, and I think I've come to a distinction, which is that it's okay for characters to fuck up if it's the narrative intent. What do I mean by narrative intent? If the writer deliberately meant for them to mess up in a way that makes logical sense, you know, in context, because they don't have the correct knowledge, because they're distracted by other outside issues, you're like... If you've just been through a tragic experience, obviously you might not be thinking straight, that kind of thing. As opposed to the other example, which I'm going to go back to Frank's for this, like one of the things I remember is that they decided to keep tilling the earth when it was turned out to be infertile. why did why'd they keep doing that? Was it because of a plot point, you know, where they were like, well, we've got to do something. No, they just kept doing it because the writers didn't think about ah, what they were talking about.
0: So many things I've forgotten
2: yeah. that you... Ah! Oh. Yeah. Now, why is this relevant to Mr. Minerva, you might be thinking to yourself. Here's the thing, right? Ray voices a little bit of scepticism here, but I am hugely sceptical about the authenticity of whoever this guy is, or even if he is real. Why am I saying that? Firstly, this is a point I also made in Franks, but Franks, in that case, was a badly read piece of shit, whereas I'm actually giving the level Neverland the credit it, it should be due. The library that they have is something that's been cultivated by, you know, mom, and who presumably whoever supplied it from the outside world. If they want to keep the kids in, you know, a state of docile happiness, like, it, I don't know if you've been reading them, but I've got to give quick shouts to Emily Rand, who's doing uh, a number of articles on the Promised Neverland as she goes along. And she brought up 1984. And the way 1984's dystopia works, as Emily's rightly pointed out, is it was based on misinformation. Mm-hmm. They rewrote history by saying, you know, that rather than the plane being re- invented by the Wright brothers, it is invented by the party. So if you want to keep the kids, you know, docile, why would you ever give them information about Morse code? For example? Why would you ever do that? Why would you ever, you know, have all of these labels in these books? Because if the kids can spot them, surely whoever's been putting them there can. Why? I don't know. That? Like I don't know about that. I'm not I'm not I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No no no, I'm not I don't want to discredit your whole theory or anything like that. I guess I just want um, to like ask the like question i mean I, I, for, for instance, instance i mean i, mean, I, I just if, if, if i was like curating their library like i would never in a million years have bothered to check <laughs> if you know what i mean like it would never have occurred to me the circle even reading even if i was like oh here's a child's book about morse code like I, I probably wouldn't have even looked. at You the, probably, the sticker. you probably,
3: yeah. W- you wouldn't even like read the entire thing. Well, and see that well it's a Morse code.
2: I, this is why. This is why I said I'm not done because I want to explain yes. further on the okay. What
3: I was, what I was going to say is basically, fuck, I forgot.
2: <laughs> okay, hold the thought. Okay, so, so also, why do they have maps of the outside world? They have like world maps, which we've seen a number of times. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Why give them hints that there is anything outside that's worth being interested? in? Why sell Mat Morse Code? Why have this William Minerva's label on here? So here's my thinking. First off, I am skeptical. I could, in theory, point to you and say, hey, maybe they're there deliberately by the people running, you know, the farm. They want them to escape for some undeserved yet unexplained reason. Mm-hmm. And this is one way of seeding hints for them to do that. Same with the map. You know, give them hints off ideas about the outside world. That gate we saw in the first episode that's barely up to my knee. Why even have that there if it's not some, you know, unless it was a hint for them to go over it? Now, that's a lot of wild speculation here. The reason why I'm bringing this up in relevance to the idea of characters fucking up, though, is because Emma buys immediately into this idea that there is an ally out there when the evidence for it is incredibly thin at this particular point in time. Could turn out to be true. It could be. But for me, it seems at the moment like she's putting a lot of emphasis on this being a thing that they can rely on when they've got so little to go on. For- And that, to me, is a mistake that she's making. Not a mistake that will necessarily cause many immediate problems now, but could potentially further down the line. I mean, what if it turns out to be like the ending of The Fault in Our Stars, where they find Mr. Minerva, and he's like 80 years old, drinking his way through a bottle of booze, and says, I'm sorry, I didn't think anyone would actually find me here. Uh, I got nothing for you. We're all fucks. Could be that. Here's the thing, though, and here's why I like this. That'll be cool. I hope that happens. (laughs) I hope they meet William Minerva,
0: and he's just like... Oh, Jesus, I did put the fucking Morse code in there. Oh, my God, that oh, was God. like 10 years.
1: Ago.
0: <laughs> I've totally like given I've up since that? then.
2: <laughs> mm. I just want to fish, yo. Damn kids, get off my lawn. Um, well, the point being is this. This is actually a way of demonstrating Emma's character. Because mm-hmm. Emma, as we've seen, believes greatly in other people. Right. So she'll even believe in a person she's never met who could just be an entirely fictional construct or could even be an enemy. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I think that this is a way of how, through another mistake that she's making by putting too much faith in this otherwise, you know, completely, like, been on the ground, even potentially coincidental load of evidence in front of them of an owl, that it still shows that she does genuinely believe in the, you know, the promise of the people out there who would look after them, who would care for them, a resistance maybe of some sort, who knows? Who knows exactly what she's thinking of and how she wants to see it. But she believes in that. And that's another way of enhancing her character by reading into that, which I really, really appreciate. So that's why I'm saying about when characters are allowed to mess up. If it's narratively intended for them to cock up because it, you know, helps drive the story forward in a meaningful way or helps them develop, you know, get knocked down, you get back up again, you go for a little bit of an arc. I think that's really welcome. So I really appreciate that. The mystery of Minerva, you know, that'll come along later. But we'll find out. Before hmm. I forget, interesting. Before I forget, let's also talk about the mythological reference here because Minerva is a Roman god. Minerva was the Roman god of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. I actually have the Wikipedia article up here. Mm-hmm. According to this, and I quote, following the Greek myths around Athena, uh, Minerva, she, was born of Metis, who had been swallowed by Jupiter and burst from her father's head, fully armed and clad in armour. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Jupiter... Falsely, impregnated Metis, which was in the same shape, bloody bloody blah, blah. Jupiter, Jupiter did a
0: lot of that shit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Jupiter then recalled the prophecy that his own child would overthrow him, as he had Saturn, and in turn Saturn had Calus. Why is a this relevant? So I've been talking. About? Here's the thing, right? You might know Metis from of all things, persona. persona. <laughs> no, no, now here's the thing, right? Metis in Greek myth uh, was an al- was a word that meant nobody came from nothing. So you take that in this context. Minerva has come from nothing as the one side, Jupiter right. the other. Jupiter, you know, in my view, meaning the enemy, you know, the demons. Hmm. And so that, again, feeds into my theory that whatever, you know, weight there might be behind it, that they intend for the kids to escape as a kind of test. And that's so Minerva is just a complete fabrication to give them hints along that. Along that route, But then bear in mind the prophecy. So part of the though, uh,
0: part of the simulation is that they learn they're in the simulate, like, but but that is also a simulation, right? Mm-hmm. Is, okay, that's
1: interesting. Yeah.
2: All right, please continue.
1: Yeah,
2: um, but bear in mind also the prophecy element of this, which is that Jupiter is then destroyed by his own child. Right. So even though Jupiter intends to use, you know, uh, intent like in this context, like Jupiter being the demons uses Metis to lure, you know kids out, like, sorry, uses uh, Minerva to let the kids out. The kids then use Metis, even though he was complete fiction. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, overthrow them. Now, whether or not this whole hold any fucking war, is mm-hmm. a different man. Uh, but the final thing I'll know is just because you might be curious why an owl's there, uh, Minerva the goddess is indeed associated with owls as, a, and wisdom. is the yeah. uh, patron of wisdom and strategic warfare. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, beard-stroking
1: time. <laughs>
3: So I, I was going to say, like, basically, Emma's stance towards this is less, oh, my God, we have an ally. Oh, my God, let's go find this dude. Oh, my God, let's do this. It was more like hope that basically someone must have put this there. So means there, there must be humans out. There might be someone we can turn to. There might be other people who have gone through what we have been going through.
1: Mm-hmm. So I
3: saw it as more that kind of hope rather than, oh, you know ally something I
2: something. don't quite agree I think that she is leading into it as a literal person okay um, I think that's my personal interpretation of it she places weighty emphasis on introducing uh, Ray and Norman to Mr. Minerva um, right. so, so, so- and, plus, and plus the specific messages as well that they you know the words are in there they believe that there are hints to be found in this particular piece of fiction if it was just a thing of hope they wouldn't take any stock in the actual books themselves
3: yeah well, I mean, there is a, a mythology book there, so maybe it does talk about that. Whatever,
0: possibly. Yeah, I'm curious. Again, is the mythology book the one with the whole circle, uh, or is it the one with 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 uh, promise? I feel like I, I feel like one. Basically, my kind of theory is uh, the book that says promise in it is what Minerva is hinting at could be the future and the one that has the whole circle in it is the one that is their present reality analogously so like i want to know which one it is is there a is there a young adult adventure novel that just is the promised neverland story
3: <laughs> that has the whole circle in it uh that's fine uh, um next time uh, uh, next time on dragon Z. believe it or not
0: right or believe <laughs> it maybe so <laughs> maybe,
3: so but like, yeah, like I, I was wondering about. Oh, do you have something?
0: To say? No, I was going to change the subject. So if, if you weren't talking, oh, about okay. This, go so, ahead, yeah, so
3: so you also mentioned like you know why do they have? Why do they give children like maps of oh, the yeah, area? Oh yeah, this you know, is like, what I was going to talk, talk about maps too. Of the world, <laughs> right, stuff. like basically, yeah, they they give children a lot of information about the outside world. Uh, a lot of it seemed to be like from 2005, 2015, or something like a lot of time ago, but basically. Um, I figured it would be basically to kind of have them have hope, make the entire thing seem more normal, make them like not kind of, because we're dealing with smart children. We're dealing with children that score big numbers on the intelligence test. Obviously, like some of them might've had, uh, doubts if they, if if there weren't books, if there wasn't any mention of the outside world or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine, or maybe if the child is happy, the brain tastes better. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Okay, so this is what uh, I was gonna. Oh wait, no, sorry. Oh, you, you so, go. No, sorry. No, after, after
0: you. After you. Okay. No. Okay. I was just gonna say regarding this point that I think that there are two kind of two reasons, or at least two things that sprung to my mind when you were saying like, why are they privy to all this information? In, in libraries. Mm-hmm. And the way that um, Grant from the Blade Licking Thieves podcast breaks he, – he has an interesting kind of framing device for this mm-hmm. sort of thing. He talks about um, – what is it? Uh, how does he put it? Uh, Watsonian reasons and Doylean reasons. So that's his way of talking about in-universe and out-of-universe reasons. Like the mm. reason – characters will do things like you can explain it according to the fiction or you can explain it like according to kind of uh the um the fact that it's in a novel the fact that the author wants to do this or that so i think the Mm in-universe reason the watsonian reason is that the kids need stimulation right that like as kids grow up um from ages six to twelve like they are voracious learners, and like Vorg mm. said, like they want the brain to like to grow and grow and grow, mm. and yeah. um, be stimulated. And that's why they're loved as well as intellectually nurtured. But then, I guess the, the your follow up question would be, well, why not alter the information? Why not? Yep. Why not give them a bunch of things? That's to
2: the, lo- that's the nine a four reference I made because that's specifically what they do to control the populace.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like, I think f- to to answer this one, I might lean on. Uh, Doylean reasoning or, or out out of universe <laughs> reasoning, and say like, I guess the author maybe was thinking. The author may be less interested in them, kind of separating true facts from false facts, and more like just trying to kind of get out of their situation. That that do you know what I mean? Like that that would add, that would add like a bunch of more kind of like they would have to. F- uncover more lies uncover the truth of them like that would add all these other obstacles that then then it might really start to become unbelievable that children could suss out the truth of all this
3: stuff and you know what i mean i don't know this is just what i mean like already (laughs) i i would say already we don't really know much about what the world is outside so we are already going to be uncovering like situations and seeing what the world is like so I don't yeah, think kind I'm, of I'm having not, misleading information would even complicate things. Things are already complicated.
2: Yeah, yeah that's no, more and a That's question. that's that's true, but that's not what I'm trying to get out here. I'm trying to say that, as again in 9A4, even though you know the world of 9A4 is revealed to be a fake thing, at least the attempt could be made by the authorities to mislead them or limit what information they receive in order to bear control them. So what I'm just curious as to you know. Are they doing that deliberately in order to entice them to have that mindset? You know, to be aware of the outside world, and for what reason do they then want them to get out there? Maybe if that's the right. reason at
0: all, right? So, and you're like, yeah.
2: exactly. I'm not saying they have to be successful here. I'm just saying that they can, they, they should at least be trying it if that's what they want to do to have a stable sure. population. Spot. Sure, and you're from a from a Watsonian in
0: universe point of view, that makes sense. I think Borg and I are just saying from the author's point of view, like that the the explanation is. She doesn't want to make the story too, like that much more complicated. Too difficult,
2: too difficult, essentially for the children to unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and and have mm-hmm. kind of too many things to untangle for the audience, like too many levels of of truth and falsehood. Uh, I guess. Have they mentioned in the anime like the dates on the books or the maps?
3: Mm-hmm. Twenty fifteen, something like that. Like they forty years
2: Ray, ago or something. Yeah. Okay. Ray mentions about the technology being used by the radio. Okay. I'm actually.
3: I'm actually in the middle. I'm actually like okay. So even if that le- layer of interaction was added, uh, basically, they're going to get out anyway, and we don't know what the world is like. Mm-hmm. It's like our our current like you know, it's like our current information is like okay, the world is normal, or the world has monsters, and we don't know. Even our current information, yeah has the exact same kind of current, like real world information has the exact same kind of uh, power or the exact kind of same place as false misinformation. And
0: imagine, because we
3: don't know what the world is like.
0: uh Uh-huh. And like, imagine, so you could, you could be onto something with talking about the, the gate, right? Like the, the tiny, like little gate that they can hop over, like not a real obstacle. Um, and the idea of not having like a giant fucking 20 foot high concrete wall with guard towers is to let the children feel more at ease so that they can grow yeah. it and develop and feel loved and feel like they're, they're not, not caged, caged in. in. So, so like, like mm-hmm. perhaps the idea is like the, see and they the aliens, I mean again, talking in universe here, the uh, the aliens. The mutant the, the demons are probably th- not thinking about like we need to make sure these little kids don't escape. Uh they're probably they're motivated by brain tastes good when intellectual and healthy and loved. So they're just like, give them the knowledge. Like we want them to be loved and we want them to be like they're they're probably not even thinking, boy, if they get a hold of these maps, so, they're gonna escape and and so get what, out what of here. You know what is... I mean?
3: Yeah, so what I'm thinking is, you know, since this is not the only farm, uh, obviously this is not the only farm, maybe this is, like, mom's way of doing things. Like, this farm has has been specifically selected to give children to he slash him. So, clearly, this, (laughs) this farm is held... Like, to high regard, this farm is kind of outputting high-quality results. Maybe it really depends on how, like, the individual moms run things. I wouldn't, yeah. like I mentioned before, I wouldn't be surprised if, basically, they, the children escape. They find a different farm, and it's run completely differently. Like, the children are miserable. There's a high fence or whatever. We have that kind of stuff. So find the vaults from Fallout. Yeah. Kind of. Um, kind of.
0: Yeah. And the best way to to raise them and to have them not be suspicious about anything is to have it not be a prison, really have it just operate as an orphanage. Imagine if some smart, precocious child discovers discrepancies in history books, you know what I mean? If they, if they don't do a good job of managing the misinformation and controlling it, like, and then they start to be, like, they start to think, oh, what's true? Lies. Like, oh, no, am I living a yeah, lie? so, so, so mom, maybe Mom was, no!
3: like, maybe Mom was basically one of the first people to figure that kind of stuff out and turn this into, like, a science and get out really good results. And that's how she ended up running this the way yeah. it is.
2: I, I should stress, I'm not actually criticizing the anime for this in the slightest. I am just theorizing, you know, mm-hmm. why it is the way it is. This isn't like Frank's where they inexplicably had books no. about farming. <laughs> That no, was bullshit. <laughs> let's be honest. No, I think that was this, is, uh, this is interesting to think about.
0: I'm really glad you brought it up, mm. actually.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, that's where, that's where I got the idea from, from Emily mentioning 9A4 uh, specifically. Yeah. Because I am very much of the opinion that, I, I mean, even then, you know, like how I said before about how characters can make mistakes and it's okay? Same thing here. Maybe they have given them too much information by accident. They could you have. Know? They could have. Yeah, and, I mean, and, Minerva, um... Minerva's Morse code was dependent on them mm-hmm. knowing to decipher for Morse code in the first place. So. Uh, you know, yeah. there's a lot to unpack here. And I'm just curious, you know, if he even does exist or not. Like, there's a lot of mystery about him. But the uh, main point I was trying to make was that In enhances Emma's character by having her put that particular belief in this person who,
3: at present, and could well yeah. be just entirely fictional character. For sure. Because it reminds us. Of I, I love yeah. that we're assuming Minerva is a dude, even though <laughs> Minerva's not a dude name. Well, first name, William. Oh, it, but was it William? Okay. It was William, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying that
0: there can't be a lady called William. That could happen. Uh, it is. It is twenty forty five. Nobody,
3: nobody would a name, write and a a name a <laughs>
2: named Bill.
3: A, a name, a
2: pseudonym. You
0: know. Hello, okay. here is
3: my girlfriend, Bob. Billy Jean
0: Minerva. That's a different kind. Um, that's a diff- whatever. Yeah. Well, also yeah. uh, the last thing I'll say comparing nineteen eighty four. Like the party, the state, and that versus the demons. Like the the, the, the state, party
3: spring break. Woo! <laughs> uh, they
0: they definitely are like the main objective is control of the citizenry there, and like they're thinking about like how do we manipulate these um, fully formed human beings. Like how do we control people? The demons are just thinking about the they think of us like cows, you know what I mean? They're not thinking about us as like these amazing intelligent. They're just like, how do we grow the best meat? Um, they're not really like obsessed with, uh, control and getting the, the cows to believe certain things about the world. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I, that's why I wouldn't stress about it too much. Although I think it is an interesting, again, a a really interesting thing to bring up.
2: All right. Uh, anyone else have any talking points? (sighs)
0: Oh, I've we I think we've hopefully said everything we have to say. In well, hours. I have, I have, I have, I have yeah, I'm good. No, I'm good. Have, but you got more. Art, I bring it. I'm ready. I got time. Hit me. I have,
2: I have one more. That I just want to open the floor. This is not something I really want to spend too speculate about. But I did put a poll. Open I don't the know,
3: floor. Get and I don't know if um,
2: <laughs> I don't know if you two like actually saw the poll. Question for you. So I don't know if we brought this up in the discussion, but we noted that you know little bunny was down there in that hidden room. But so are a lot of other trophies, are like yes. toys with the children. So question for you. Option A, is mom keeping them down there as, you know, like slightly grief-stricken reminders of the horrible things she must mm. do? Or B, is it her trophy collection?
1: B. Mm.
3: It's B. Yes. I, I, I mean, really I called it, I called it like last episode. Why keep She's going to have a bunch of trophies. I'm pretty why? sure it's B. I mean, why keep them at all? Because, or
0: C or C. There's a limited stuffed toy budget, and she has to recycle
2: them every few years. <laughs> oh, oh, that's cold.
0: Because or if you
3: these collector's yeah. items from 2015, oh. and on eBay in 2045 are worth like 30 pounds
2: each. That is so, Doc. That's so cold, though. Because if you think about it, when the, when she's got like every single kid out the way who say knew Connie and knew, knew who little bunny was. Here you go. This toy's brand newish, a little worn, but
3: you Maybe. know. Wow, that's really that's pretty, that's pretty good. Cold. Actually, that's pretty good for oh. sure.
2: Fuck. Um, if you want my opinion on this, I'm actually going to probably say that it might be a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Because... It might be
3: a little bit of everything. Yeah. So yeah. like, so like, I mean, you know, B is like, oh, trophies. I, I don't, I don't. Know... I'm not sure if I necessarily see her as like, oh, I kill these children. I keep their toy. <laughs>
2: it doesn't need to be that extreme. Uh, yeah, about, exactly. Know.
3: Exactly. But she, she kind of maybe, uh, we don't really know her backstory. I think we know right. that her kind of backstory was a bit like harsh or something. Something was mentioned at some <laughs> point. Uh, right. Manera,
2: just to, just to say, what should see was doc suggested that maybe that the, the ties are given back out again at some point. Um, which we fleshed out to the idea of once you've got one batch of kids out, you keep all the toys and you give them out to the next generation of sorts. So,
1: which, which to me is colder.
2: That's colder than keeping them as trophies because <laughs> that's, like a, yeah. that's a complete absence of attachment even to the things in the first place. Just like, here you go. So,
3: well, yeah. Mom So far has shown, like, a range of emotions that range from <laughs> I will I will lie to you children yeah. to I will kill you you little shit. Yes,
0: I'll kill you with my That's stare. <laughs> the range
3: that's that's the range of emotions.
2: Mm. She did spend a little bit of time looking at Connie's picture previously before removing him. So I, uh, maybe there's tiny Tiny, tiny, bit, tiny bit. I hope we get um
0: I hope we get her backstory. Um because all we've all we have gotten is like yeah, her her smiling face or her, her front and then her like you know talk with the demons and then her like talks mm. with ray and yeah so I, I hope we get her backstory this will be interesting to it'll be interesting to revisit this question down the road um mm-hmm. when we know same more. with to
2: other asking because this is the thing it's a mystery story and it's still gradually unfolding i mean Mm-hmm. Minerva's symbol is at the very end of each episode, but this is the first time it's been introduced actually within the episode as proper. I didn't know what the fuck that was until this. Oh, point.
3: okay. I don't watch you... the openings and endings. Oh my god, oh. I'm missing it. <laughs> you don't. Get, you get to see Emma punching through a puzzle. I've oh, seen that, you're that you're like good once. Good. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So I have no Symbolic, idea what that Symbolic,
3: dude. Been there, done that. I got it. <laughs>
2: Fair um, enough. So yeah, it's unraveling, and we're going to learn more mm-hmm. details. So maybe it'll be worth revisiting. You know, the misinformation, the is Minerva real or fake thing? Uh, are they, you know, mom's equivalent of an Xbox Live achievement rack? Who the fuck can say? You
0: know, a new one just so, popped. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we uh, should we rate the episode, or should
2: should you tell Some us? Polls. Check in the polls. So I'll See, check in the I polls first. Um, so I episode. put. Three free questions here. You can find these on our Twitter at WorryDashShow. Uh, the first one Is Phil the secret hidden in plain sight evil cosmic horror god ruling over the earth in the promised Everland? And there are two questions to this. One of them is praise to the evil one, and that's currently yeah. 7%. 7%. Um, do you want me? Nah, he's a regular kid. Oh my kid. god, did you hear that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Phil knocking at your door.
3: Oh my god. I think I think I saw a child in my room. Oh God! Phil, Phil, is that you, <laughs> Phil? No, Phil,
2: don't take me! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Vargelia. Thank you very much for listening.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, hello, this is Phil. All right, <laughs> guys. I knew it.
0: It's a deep voice from a four-year-old.
2: <laughs> I knew, I knew you were a spawner, Satan. Uh, he's, he's a robot, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the first question. The second one is, based on the evidence presented in episode six of this show, do you believe William Minerva is an ally from the outside, as Emma says? Uh, 80% say, oh, show! And 20% say, nah. So people lean towards that. And lastly... Uh, does the collection of children's toys in Isabella's hidden room suggest A, guilt regarding the children, or B, trophies of results? We've got 67 to 33. Uh, so those polls are open for another six days. So get on that, folks. Offer your opinions. Uh, be careful of offending Phil, though, by, you know, saying he's a regular kid. He might get offended by that.
0: I just had to type eldritch swatting into the chat, because I'm pretty sure that's what just happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey guys, I'm back.
3: Hello, fellow humans. I am also back. Hello. Uh, I'm, I, I, it is me. It is me, your human friend. Valerie. Hello. Good time for Galia. That's
0: my name. <laughs> I am here to spread the fun and the joy to positive human emotions.
1: Oh, lordy.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for handling the Twitter, Shadon. Uh, My pleasure. So I would rate this episode, I would say, I am actually, I'm going to go a smidge lower than usual and say, thank uh, three and three quarters uh, Eldritch Horrors dressed as children out of, four, <laughs> out of five. Just because there was... I didn't really talk about this, but um, my, my kind of viewing experience of it was like I just didn't feel the urgency that I usually felt. Like, kind of midway through the episode, I found myself getting a little... Maybe it's just because I know what's happening, but I was just kind of a little... A little Bored is too strong of a word, but, you know, started checking my phone, got a little disengaged. Yeah, yeah. So it it wasn't, like, grabbing me and pulling me along like the show can do when it's at its best. And again, I fully acknowledge that this could have everything to do with me being a manga reader. So that's Mm. where I'm
2: at. Hmm. Uh, Volgelio, do you want to rate the episode?
3: Yes, this episode gave me a lot of feelings in my heart muscle. I felt them. (laughs)
2: Is that your fanfiction writing voice again, then? <laughs> Sounds like a comment I'd see from there.
0: Sounds of mandibles. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, well, I mean, I've already, like, gushed on about this episode. I think this is one of my favorite episodes, like, from this show. And you suck <clears throat> for not liking it. Because it develops... It's great. so many characters in such good ways. It advances the kind of character dynamic for everything. Three and it... three quarter stars. <laughs> <sighs> Amazing episode. Okay, so my rating is uh, if there were 10 of this ep- these episodes, I would have put nine of them in the bottom right corner of our stream <laughs> in the Gremlin chaotic evil corner. Fair enough. Okay. Um, okay. For, for
2: me, like, <laughs> I mean, we haven't talked about it that much this time around, but again, like, lots of great directional touches. Uh, I was a bit confused about opening up on what was the spinny fairground riders as it was circling around in the middle. That was a little disorienting, but that's live and all there. Uh, great atmosphere, again, constant use of ticking clocks in the background. Like So I did really get to talk about it, but this is part of the course of the show by now. Uh, the two things that drag it down for me are the weak opening, I mean, it's the one time, so it's not the end of the world. If it keeps pulling this shit, though, then I am going to get really mad at it, because I don't, I don't care for crappy, like, you know, deliveries on uh, cliffhangers. Uh, and, of course, Crone's arrival at the end, like, coming in, like, you know... Again, car crash. But <laughs> well, Otherwise, it delivered really well on everything it sounds to. We've got more information on the mystery. got more characters. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I will end up giving this episode... This is going to be one of those rare occasions where I rate an episode higher than Doc. So mark your calendars, folks. Holy shit. Uh, I'm going to give this episode 4.25 overly ornate keys out of five. Because, I mean, it's <laughs> a, why, why does that key look like that? Fuck hell. It's like the. No, I wait, I've seen it before. That key is from Legend of Zelda. Da 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 da! It has to be. It's too ornate. was the fucking dungeon. Or the night or the boss room.
0: Keys with this sigil. Doors with this sigil will now be open.
3: It's it's like, yeah, they built the entire, like, house. They brought, like, five giant dude monsters to build the entire house in, like, three days, and then one of them took the same three days to make this key. It's ridiculous. It's like like, with his giant monster hands, like, touching the tiny keys. Like, yes, I will put a wing here. It's gonna be amazing. This is (laughs) gonna look great on the the hammer. Maybe if I make a tiny heart here... (laughs)
0: Carving with his fingernail and, like, the tiny, like, liquid Yes, gold, yes.
3: You know? No, he, he has, like, massive dude hands and, like, small human-sized, like, like key-cutting tools. He's like, oh, I make it
0: cute! Reminds me of, uh, for some reason, uh, have either of you ever read the book, uh, by Pearl Buck called The Good Earth? Uh, it's, nope. it's told from the point of view of, a like, either pre-teen or early teen, uh, American girl who's, um... Well, she's born in China, but her parents are Chinese missionaries, and they live over there for a while, and then move back to the states at the end. But anyway, there's a there's a character in there. A, spoilers. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, it's not really about the <laughs> the plot, but like there's a character who is a, a chef who makes these butter pagodas, and he's always like carving stuff into them with his long fingernails, and it grosses people right, right, right. out. <laughs>
3: I've I've seen that somewhere. Like, uh, I'm getting like so many images in my brain of like anime from stuff that we've said today, and I'm like, oh, where have I seen this before?
0: You really, yeah. you really do watch anime.
2: Secrets out.
3: No, that's gonna make you wake no. up now. You just get this. Like, what? No. Well, it wasn't me. I didn't watch the anime. It wasn't me. It uh, wasn't me.
0: I think on um... take it back on the Wait, uh, back. On, uh with that shaggy reference we're going to end oh our God. podcast our youtube show mm-hmm. uh thank you so much for sticking with us everyone this has been a very meandery uh episode <laughs> meandery. very jokey but it's been oh very enjoyable i hope you all enjoyed it as well please follow us at what are we Show to see when we're gonna go live to see when podcasts drop uh, other indeed special streams when we reach various milestones and Things like that. Um, you can watch each of us uh, on our Twitch channels. Follow us on our, our Twitter accounts, which now we'll all tell you about. Shadan, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me at Shane1010 on Twitter and on CuriousCat. Uh, you can find me in the pub, whichever pub that may be nearby. Uh, I'm also in clubs, I'm also generally around I'll be at tournaments coming up in Manchester fairly soon, and also in Liverpool uh, Ech. Ech. That's Ech. about it, really Come your me a pint Ech.
0: That's what I think of when I think of Liverpool is just <laughs> Wayne Rooney going Ech.
2: Ech. Ech. Oh man I'm not going to tell Kevin's Wayne yeah. Rooney is like a human being. and so just like an amorphous, muscular mass design to play football. because
3: he certainly doesn't have a brain.
0: Oh, that's true. Uh, Vorgelia, Where can people find Vorgelia?
3: Okay, they can find me at Vorgelia. Very good. Thank a- anyway. Yes. Thank you. Um, I guess I'm not playing Tekken today. Whatever. Uh, they can not only find me at Vorgelia. Uh, I'm going to be on... Um, I'm going to be at Destination Fight Five Ooh. this weekend, so I'm going to get destroyed at Tekken over the weekend. If, you, if you're coming to DF, you can come say hi or something. Come punch me in the face. It's like, oh my god, your voice is annoying. I hate you.
2: That would never happen. No
3: punch.
2: No punch them in it. Don't don't okay. physically. Hunt okay. Them. Okay. It's- okay. Okay.
0: Confine your punches to the world of <clears throat> fighting games, electronics. Uh, at the subtle doctor is where you can find me on Twitter and, uh, Twitch, just search for that and you will find me. Um, and I say again, we all thank you. Thanks for sticking with us. Thank you. We say it at the end of every episode and we'll say it again. Embrace each other, everyone to the ends of the universe.
3: Smooch. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: Where's the ending music?
3: Ah uh, we have some, some technical difficulties. If you please wait while Shadon makes funny faces. Shadon, uh, who are we sponsored by this episode? Is that uh, an axe body spray or it's a sure for
1: man) <laughs>